Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yes! Don't tell me. We are live. What I am and am not, you don't fucking know. You're live. We're live on YouTube. Subscribe to Drinking Bros Podcast Mm. on YouTube. All of the media company is on there. Uh, Ross Patterson Revolution, Drinking Broettes, which is off to a bang. It's already in the top 50. Thank you for everybody who subscribed uh, and downloaded the episodes. The first 10 are up now. And then, uh, obviously, Drinking Bros Sports. We are always live every week uh, on this show. D'Anthony, I got a little something in my throat. You know what it is? It's that tiger dick, bitch. Yep. Uh, I mean, we did advocate for them to let the band play neck. (laughs) And I'm kind of surprised that uh, it wasn't a bigger deal. I mean, ESPN's not going to show that shit, obviously. No, but the the, the fans did. Um, Man, we we took a bath on that one. It's like a real big bath. Yeah, so, I mean, I was just recycling money. Like I made uh, on the two games on Saturday or on Sunday, I made I think thirty eight hundred. Yeah. So I didn't really lose anything. Well, I, and I'll, I'll we'll start at the top here with that because um, we had collectively we could have gained uh, our total would have been twenty three thousand dollars. Yeah, which is insane. How do we arrive at that number? Well, <clears throat> D'Anthony and I took. Uh, Clemson, before the season started, we do a way-too-early prediction show every year. It's one of our favorites. And we both picked Clemson to win. We won last year. We did not win this year. Uh, we, we, I think we got it at 2.5 or 3-1 to one odds. And then each of us puts – I won about $4,600 off the bowl game season, finished 28-12 was uh, the final total. Uh, won about four four thousand six hundred. I put four grand on that game last night. I think you put forty five hundred on it last yeah, night. Yeah, I did. And I put so I made thirty eight hundred just Sunday. Yeah. Not including the rest of the bowl games. I yeah. was I was twenty four and fourteen. So you bet more than I did. You bet two more games than I, I didn't bet every game. Okay. But yeah, I made like another I think total off of that. I think I made another thirty five hundred. So I I was actually up about 7k before i got into that that's why i put so much money on clemson yeah and I, I think that's important to start with that and i'll tell you why don't ever bet your rent don't ever bet your child's college or anything else on gambling well unless you've got a shitty kid I mean, <laughs> who cares unless you can't afford to lose don't do it we do it for fun uh we took all the money we won from the bowl games and threw it on this and look we gamble Almost every single game. I don't. We look. We don't bet individual NBA games. Somebody asked us if we'll bet XFL. No, we will not be doing that. Bullshit. That is lighting your money. We, on fire we just don't know. It. Like the XFL doesn't have a, a big enough history, or like who knows what a team is going to look like. You can look at the sum of the parts, but we don't. I don't even know what the goddamn rules for the no, XFL. Are I, it's it's cr- maybe five years from now I'll start betting on it when it is a thing but right now it's just like i'll watch i'm for sure gonna watch yeah will the refs be in bikinis like we have no idea uh i won't bet on individual nhl games i won't bet on uh individual baseball games for the same reason we usually take series and things like that but not the day-to-day stuff like it's too hard to predict and anybody who says they can cannot i'm decent at betting on baseball games 
But well, most, in, individually, but yeah. even then, even even on individual baseball games, I'm only in the sixty to sixty five percent range, <clears throat> which, from my taste, is not good enough to go out and gamble your money on it. No, like in certain in the playoffs, I will. I'll bet every single game just because it's fun. But yeah, during the regular season, fuck that. Like if if my NFL or college, like we're at, you're higher than me. I think I'm at like seventy one. You're higher than that. Yeah, I, I so I finished the season or in I was college. I was at seventy three. At eighty one point two percent was my final. Total in college. This is the best college season I've ever had. I don't know anybody out there who has called college games better than that. Mm. Yet some people raged. Um, they were like, fuck you. You missed the, the, the title game. It's going to happen. I, I missed 19% of the games total for the year. But yeah. still, 81%. I don't know who's doing that better. Um, it, you're welcome to, to listen to whoever is on some other show. But uh, it was a great, great college run. And look, the bowl games were magic. Uh, 20 and 12 is awesome to win four grand on that and mm. just pork it on the fucking <laughs> national title game. Fantastic. We bet every single By game the, over the weekend, uh, just to, to, to your point, cause we all, we all bet on the NFL playoffs. I was, I won three for four on the weekend. The only game I was incorrect on was Baltimore. Mm. I think everybody was to be honest with you, but, um, yeah, I didn't bet that game. I didn't bet any of the, I, I did. didn't, I, I didn't did. bet either game on Saturday, but I bet both games heavily. I put, uh, I think a thousand on one and fifteen hundred on the other one. Yeah, because well, I, you've been all—you've been all in. To be fair, on the 49ers all year. Yeah, you've crushed it with just Forty yeah. ers bets alone. I don't—I don't know how much you've made. This I, year. I have no idea. I mean, Jesus Christ! I know how much money is in my account right now. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, it's quite um, a bit. And uh, it's fun. <laughs> so please, anybody at home, whoever is treating this as like, dude, I've got to pay the rent or whatever else. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, I've luckily in the three years we've been doing this show. Only two people have sent me like I'm going to kill myself or death threats of like losing a game, and <laughs> yeah. it's like, hey man, I cannot change your life. I mean, I I can mentally, <laughs> I can spiritually, yeah. but I cannot change your life financially. I can no. I can give you the best tips that I can, and then it's up to you after that. But I, with gambling, it's called gambling for a reason. So don't do it. Yeah, uh, do it because it's fun, not because you need to. If you're gambling because you need to, don't. Do no, that. no, didn't, that's don't like, do that. That's like doing drugs because you need to. I do drugs because uh, I want to. Yeah, I wake up in the morning. I'm like, you know what? This is stupid. Want to do some drugs today? Yeah. No. And I say the word drugs as I'm doing drugs <laughs> out loud. Uh, the next big thing that's happening here is that LSU fans are turning into Patriots fans overnight. Crazy. Like, it's the cre- – I've never seen anything like this before. Look, I'm super happy for the LSU fans that I know and like. Yeah, Tony Temporello. Like, Tony, uh, Trey is a normal dude. There's a lot Brooke. out there. Brooke, Brooke is great. Yeah, our friend Brooke that lives in your neighborhood. Bayou Brooke. Uh, <clears throat> Baton Rouge Brooke. I, I'm sure that 99% of them are that. Yeah. And I'm sure 99% of Patriots fans are probably like that too. Like, most people just want to watch football and have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the – this like uh, these this years of bitterness over being a mediocre football team, and all of a sudden you're good. And look, it's not just good. This is this this team has an argument for the best college football team of all time, which we'll get to. Yeah, um, it's not just good; it's great. Yes, the, but next year is not going to be like that. Burrow's leaving, gone. And if you watch that Jefferson's game last gone. night, if you watch that game last night, you know that Burrow is the linchpin of that team. As a matter of fact, I have questions about him going number one over chase young Mm -hmm. but the more i watch him and because of the command he has over the team and then the locker room i think he's going to be an outstanding nfl quarterback 
And I'm super happy for LSU winning it. I like when things get changed up. I like dynasties too. And Clem- Clemson is a dynasty. They're in it every single year. Mm-hmm. But I like when a team like LSU wins. I'm glad that Alabama wasn't involved in any of this. Yep. It's nice. I don't care about conferences. I don't have a team. And I, and I think, I think uh, <clears throat> LSU winning is great for college football because it's a, it's a great football school. It was in New Orleans. And goddamn, man, if you were a fan and got to go to that game last night. Yeah. And then go spill on out to Bourbon Street. Yep. Fuck, pregame on Bourbon Street. It looked, it looked pretty wild out there. Pregame on Bourbon Street. Go to the game. Fucking rage postgame on Bourbon Street. Is there a better place or a time than last night to have been an LSU Tiger fan or a better place to celebrate it? No. I, no. Goddamn, man. It looked like a blast. And if that was my team, and if I got to go to that game, just be in the stadium. I didn't even care what seat. If you're in the fucking last row, just to be in there during that win... That's probably the greatest time of your life. And I don't know that things will get better. <laughs> and I can, I can say this is, you know, I remember when Ohio State won their first national championship and I was there. Yeah. I was in the stadium. The excitement is fucking beyond. And it was not in my home city. I can't even imagine what that would be like. Yeah. Um, but it's the best. It looked like the fucking best. The issue I have is, <clears throat> again, the fucking fans. Jesus Christ. Like if you, I feel like uh, LSU fans were very normal and reasonable and humble throughout their struggles. Yeah, and if yeah. you if you act that way then then it's the presumption is that you will be magnanimous when you win. Yeah. Right? For the, those of you that don't know what that word means, go look it up. Uh, <laughs> like win with some grace. Like Barry Sanders every time he ran into the end zone, he dropped the ball and just jogged back to the fucking sideline. Right, right, right. I don't think he celebrated a single touchdown he ever scored. Not once. Greatest running back of all time. He is the most talented running back of all time. Saquon Barkley might end up eventually, just because the game has changed and the way he catches the ball is going to change stuff. And, and Christian, yeah. Christian McCaffrey, those two guys. We'll see what happens. But, uh, man, if you can't win in a polite way, then, man, that's you're the worst kind of person. <laughs> Honestly, you are. That that shows a level of like deep rooted insecurity. Like you know, they know that this is never going to happen again. So th- they're just like, th- I guess this is my time to fucking be an <laughs> asshole. Like the clock's running out. No, you don't have to do that, man. And when you do it, like it, it, it just makes you look like a fucking cunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, boy, they came out of the woodwork last night. And again, as if they'd been there a million times. The hilarious thing about it is, because look, we love going to LSU and partying there. Yeah. Tony Tamparello's got the fucking, him and Richard Denoff from this Yeah, they've got the best two tailgates. Tailgates in the the nation. And uh, we also love Philly. Philly tailgates, but um, uh, those are one, two, three in uh, Drinking Bros, right? Yeah, the Philly one's great too. So we were at the LSU Alabama game last year. Where they got beat? What was it? Twenty nine to zero. The nicest, most humblest fans. Like everybody yeah. was laughing, having a good time. They were just like, ah, well, this is LSU. And then people were chanting for Orgeron to get fired throughout the game. Yeah, fire him. <clears throat> get rid of this fucking idiot. This dumb asshole. I mean, we heard it all from LSU fans in their in their own stadium. They were like, get rid of this dumb ogre. I mean, you name it, they said it. And it, you laugh it off because you're getting beat 29-0 and it is what it is. After yesterday, it was like, he's a genius. Yeah. He's the, the greatest coach of all time. He's then, not, by the way. He just happens to have Joe Burrow. Yes. 
Yeah. Joe Burrow <laughs> is uh man, I I really wish we would have been able to see him play for three full seasons in a system that he knew and owned. Because he would have put up yeah. numbers that I don't know that we've ever seen in college football before. So somebody posed an interesting question on Drinking Bros. And, and by the way, we're, we're live on YouTube. We'll answer all your questions today on YouTube. And, uh, <laughs> and we also posted something in the group, Drinking Bros Sports uh, Facebook group, which is private. Anybody can join. Only rule is don't be a cunt. Uh, we had one last night. Yeah, we can and talk she, about her as well. She's no longer uh, in, <laughs> in, in the group. <laughs> the Sarah Williams. We just have a Sarah Williams award for... Just the worst human being yeah. ever. Um, and just have that trophy and give that out to somebody. But uh, we'll get to her in a second. Um, somebody posed the question of uh, Richard Repka. Real question. Is Joe... Oh, no. That wasn't the, the one, but this is really funny. Real question. Is Joe Burrow use a wheelbarrow or some kind of satchel to carry around that giant dick? Yes, he, 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 he probably he must. does. Yeah, he last must. Night. No, but somebody posed, is Burrow the greatest college quarterback of all time? No. And, he didn't have the playing time, like you, exactly. Even if he had, even if he had been in the system last year, mm-hmm. well, and he had had the same season, if he had had the same season last year, maybe you could make an argument with truncated timeline like that. Only two seasons played, and one of them kind of under the stress of last not year was the mediocre. Yeah. And you know, it was he was a late transfer out of Ohio State. Yeah, um, not enough time to learn the playbook. And I, I think. I mean, they installed an entirely brand new offense this year, so yeah. it's a whole different team altogether. But I guess the question, if the question was, this is the, did he just have the best single season? season? Yes, of all time. Yes, he did. I think you gotta not not just because of the numbers he put up, which were record breaking in some cases within his conference, uh, within everything. Yeah, I remember last year <clears throat> looking at Dwayne Haskins' numbers because I thought that was the greatest year I had seen. Yeah, um, he had fifty touchdowns, fifty yeah. five zero. Burrow had sixty. I mean, that's not even fucking close. Well, he had 65 if you include his rushing touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, but 60 passing. What? Um, That is, to to me, that is the greatest single season of a quarterback in college football history. And it's that, well, he didn't do it on some fucking, uh, some Mac team. No. Right? He did it in a major conference, and his team won all 15 games, and they beat seven top 10 teams, or five top 10 teams, seven Seven, seven ranks overall. Um, Yeah. I mean, and it's, so, it's it's definitely the I, it's hard to make any kind of argument like the the 2001 hurricanes were very dominant but they weren't like this no like there's not i i don't know that you can make i i know the 95 uh nebraska team was fucking great and dominant and shit like that but nobody there, there hasn't been a confluence of a single player having an outstanding individual season like the best that we've ever seen from the quarterback position and what they did that no one's ever done before that's beat seven ranked teams en route to a national championship. So I think, I don't know how you can make an argument against, I, I would love to hear them, but I don't know how you can make an argument against this being the best college football season ever. For- yeah, so I I look at it from, all right, we'll, we'll start with Joe Burrow. Is this the greatest single season in college history for a quarterback? Yes, yes. in my opinion, and it's not even close. If I'm picking the greatest college quarterback of all time, I still go Tebow. Just because of what he was able to do. Dorsey is hard to, to go against, too. Dorsey won 39 straight games, including two natties. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, yeah, it's tough. It, it's, it's, it's a tough and one. And maybe that's even just recency bias because that's when we were growing up watching football or going through school and well, stuff. The, I, college football has changed. <clears throat> it is all air raids now, mm-hmm. and uh, it is fucking bomb first, run last. Yeah. Um, and it's fun to watch. Uh, that's, that's why we love it now. Uh the only team in the SEC that needs to 
to switch on over. Now it's Georgia at this point. Jesus mm. Christ. Even Saban switched. Ohio State switched. Everybody, LSU switched last year. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, wouldn't, I, I, I can't say he's the greatest of all time simply because he only had one year, essentially. Mm. The other year was you're just trying to catch up, man, learn the playbook and all that other shit. Uh, is LSU, the, is this the greatest single season for a college football team of all time? Yes, in my opinion. What do you say? I don't see how you can say it's not. But, I mean, <clears throat> I don't think their defense is all that dominant, honestly. Like, I think uh, teams have beat themselves. Like, Clemson, for example, in the first half of that game, for the first, what, three quarters or two-thirds of that first half, they were in control, and they had, they had two opportunities to stretch a lead out. And they fucked both of them up. Uh, and then I noticed that somewhere in the second quarter, they stopped trying at all for any big plays. So before the game, uh, Orgeron's being interviewed, and he's like, how are you going to take advantage? Or they, the reporter was asking him, how is he going to take advantage of what's essentially a home field advantage, mm-hmm. right? And he said, big plays inspire big emotions, yeah. right? And from the very beginning, the first two drives for uh, Burrow were tough. Clemson was all over his ass. Man, it would, look, it was 17-7, Clemson. Yeah. But then he started throwing the ball downfield mm-hmm. and was successful more, like, more times than not and on the longer, more difficult throws. And Trevor Lawrence, the same thing. Like, he overthrew a lot of balls. Like, he overthrew, like, 15, actually, last Six, night. So the, the final total <clears throat> was 16. 16. And that tied – for the most in a single game this year yeah. in all of college football. I'm talking about even the shitty schools like Rutgers. Yeah. Like you were talking about the Rutgers quarterback. Yeah. But it, I mean, he was over th- <clears throat> most of the balls he overthrew were mid-range passes. Every time, almost every time, one time he overthrew a receiver downfield, but almost every time he threw the ball downfield like a 48-yard pass or longer, mm-hmm. it was either a catch or a fucking PI every single time. Almost every single time except for I think once. So how many times do you remember in the second half Clemson even trying to throw the ball downfield? Because I don't remember any. I'm sitting there watching, and it's, it's like a couple of minutes into the third quarter when they get the ball back after, uh, after LSU has their first possession. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? What are you waiting for? Yeah. Like, where's your sense of urgency? And I think that's been Clemson's problem a lot this year. It was certainly their problem with Ohio State. They just come out of the gate lack of, lacks the days goal. Yeah. Uh, well, this look, this game, they came out strong. Um, yeah. I – here's what I think happened in last night's game to Clemson at least mm. Ohio State knocked the shit out of them that was the first time that I heard a press conference the next day with Dabo Sweeney saying man we've got to give our players rest mm. because that was the hardest hitting game we've ever been a part of and we're giving them an extra two days rest Yeah, Lawrence in particular took the most shots that he's taken against any team <clears throat> thus far yeah I think there was a little PTSD from him of those first few drives when Clemson scored, he was untouched. Mm. Once LSU started getting to him, mm. that's when he started overthrowing people. Once he started getting hit, it snapped back in of like, oh, fuck, I don't like this. Yeah. All those throws sailed. And they were, sh- like you said, they were short passes. Yeah. I mean, he's so, you, you also noticed that he really, <clears throat> his release was too fast on those because he was nervous yeah. he was nervous about getting hit there were, there were two times where a guy was coming from his blind side he could definitely feel the guy but he couldn't gauge how close he was yeah so he felt him you can you can see his body tense and then he makes a very very good throw but 
the guy, the, the receiver hasn't run his route yet, so it doesn't matter. He threw the ball exactly where it was supposed to go. The receiver was not there yet because yeah. he threw it half a second too early. And that, that shit matters. So that's something, I mean, look, he's still young. He's 20 years old. Oh, yeah. He's I, still figuring shit out. He's he's, got, he's still going to be the first pick in the draft. Like, if you look at the throws he's, he's making, um, they are – he has a very quick release, and his arm is a fucking rifle. Like yeah. he's he'll be fine. He, and he's, he's generally pretty accurate, but I think you're right. He, they were in his head last night. I, look, for sure. Because when you take that many hits against <laughs> Ohio State, and he was uncomfortable, then once LSU started hitting him, yeah. it was the same thing, and he was like, oh, shit. And he was hurrying all those fucking passes – and uh, I think that was a, a huge difference. I think for LSU, having the game tape of the Ohio State game mm-hmm. really fucking helped simply for the fact of that is the only ranked team that they played all year. Yeah. So if you're trying to comb through Clemson footage to get ready for this national championship game, right. you can't use any of their regular season games. And then Ohio State game, Clemson did not win one offensive statistical category. They looked at it and said, all right, great. Can we shut down the run game like Ohio State and Travis Etienne? Yes, they did. Etienne had fucking 78 yards last night. Yeah, but I he, can't remember a game that that guy was under 100 except for the last two games. He had 78 yards on 15 carries. Yeah, well, because Lawrence took off 10 times. Yeah. And a lot of those were because <laughs> there was pressure and he didn't yeah. have a choice but to run. Yeah. I don't think, I would say five of those were probably design runs. The other five, he was just fighting for his life at that point. Yeah, I was uh, I was disappointed to see them not run the ball more with Etienne. To be honest, he was getting shut down. Um, and yeah, then when you're you, down, it's, it's not. It doesn't matter. You still have to run the ball, and then you use play action and throw the ball deep downfield. And they didn't do that. Um, yeah, I, look, I agree. I think the other big thing uh, that I was not expecting whatsoever, and I said this on the last show, this <laughs> Clyde Edwards Hilaire kid. He's a fucking beast. Well, here's the thing. He was on crutches yeah. on campus. Like three weeks ago? Yes, the week before the, the uh, yeah. Oklahoma game. He had a hamstring injury. Everyone had said, he's fucking out, man. Yeah. And I was at the LSU-Oklahoma game. Mm-hmm. He came out for a couple plays very gingerly. Yeah. Two, I think he ran the ball twice. And it was almost like a decoy and like, hey, he's fine. Mm-hmm. To me, it felt like the coach felt bad of like, dude, you you helped us get all the way to the championship, mm. and now I'm going to give you a couple plays here. I did not expect him to play at all, at all. And the reason why he's key, and I, look, I know Burrow, Burrow threw for 463 and five touchdowns. Uh, Big Dick Joe, that was the hat he was wearing after the game last night. That's true. Um, and they've got him smoking a cigar with a Big Dick Joe hat on, which is fucking hilarious. Um, <clears throat> the reason why this is a big deal to me is when you have a high-powered offense – like LSU and Joe Burrow and these receivers. Mm-hmm. You've got to at least run the ball so that at least it fucking confuses the the defense of like, yeah. all right, they might <laughs> run the ball. Hilaire ended up with 16 carries for 110 yards mm-hmm. last night. To me, that's the difference because you have to respect the run game. Yeah. Um, what was his receiving from Hilaire? Five for 50, mm-hmm. he had five catches for 54 yards. That's outstanding, man. I yeah, mean, it's very good. He, uh, I, I wonder now where he is on the draft board because he's a junior. I don't know if he goes. He, I don't think he's declared yet. The shitty thing about playing a national championship this late is it's tomorrow. You have to declare tomorrow, the 15th. So <clears throat> I don't think his stock is ever going to get better than it is right now because next year he's going to be playing. What's going on here? Uh, we got a, we got a camera down. Run the wide now. Yeah, daddy. Next uh, – 
next year he's going to be playing without Joe Burrow, and that's going to be an entirely different situation for him. I would not. If I was him, there's no way I would come back and play without Joe Burrow. Me neither. I'd, I'd leave. Like, what would be the point? I'd leave. And I, look, looking at these running backs now, um, I'm drafting him over ATN. For the this NFL is, game? Two ga- this is two games in a row now. He's, he's not been able to run against good defenses. I mean, he ran for 78 yards, but yeah. Uh, he, he, I guess it depends on uh, the type of team you have, what you're looking for in a running back. A like, lot of teams right now are looking for that, hey, man, that Christian McCaffrey. Derrick throw- Henry Bruiser. Well, let's face it. There's only a, a couple Derrick Henrys in this world. There might just be the one. <laughs> Maybe. It's him and Jim Brown and, and, and Herschel That's Walker. what it feels like. There's like one per generation. Exactly. Um, so <laughs> a lot of these people are looking for these uh, Christian McCaffreys and Alvin Kamaras. Mm. To me, he fits that mold. I would, t- I would draft him over ATN, me personally, and then J.K. Dobbins, and then obviously you got Taylor out of Wisconsin. Mm. Those are my three, and then ATN is four for me. Yeah. But um, I, you're right. I think I would leave if I were him, if he can. Um, Jamar Chase was fucking disgusting last night. Nine catches, 221 yards, two touchdowns. Fuck, he had 134, I believe, in the first half. Mm. Uh, Justin Jefferson, again, another big game. Nine catches, 106 yards uh, out, of the, out of that guy. Um, it, it, it felt like the magical season for them. You win it in New Orleans. Uh, you got Burrow there. You win the Heisman Trophy. First of all, a one seed in the playoffs is never – this is the first time ever in college football playoffs yep. that a one seed's even won the championship. Yep. Um, and I don't know how <laughs> far back you have to date to find a Heisman Trophy winner that's won the national championship. Long time. I don't know. Yeah. Long time. I mean, Dorsey never won. I'm just thinking of guys who won multiple. Huh, I don't know. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been, it's been a long time. Um, a lot of people asked me last night, hey, man, you destroyed college football picks this year. How did you get this one so wrong, this, mm-hmm. this LSU uh, victory over, over Clemson so wrong. I know why. Uh, I thought about it last night after the game was over because I sat there in awe just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. It is hard to wrap your mind around this much offense. I've never seen it in my life. I've never seen a guy throw... Well, Look, and he broke every record there was, so I, nobody else has either, but I've never seen... A guy throw for 60 touchdowns. I've no. never seen 463 and five t- touchdowns last night. That was the quietest 463 I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I mean, look. He also, I had to physically look it up today and be like, it, it felt like maybe 300, um, but it was with ease because mm-hmm. he was just dropping balls to people. Yeah, he got sacked five times too. Uh, somebody in Drinker Bow Sports, uh, Quentin Berry, asked, uh, hey, man, now looking back on it, uh, do you think that Oklahoma – um, was that bad or, or yes. Clemson or Georgia's defense was that bad? I, no, I Georgia's defense wasn't that bad. They're okay. Um, I just think. But Oklahoma's definitely that bad. I think this team was a video game. It is hard to. because And I've seen them twice in person. You were there for the first one. Yeah. At LSU, Texas. It was a one score game, but it, that did not feel like the most dominant team of all time to me. I felt like I was watching the number one team in the nation. Yeah. But I did not feel like that was the most dominant team of all time. And then as the season went on, they just kept getting better and better and better. And yeah. this was just fucking utter 
dominance. I mean, I, I think that, uh, again, I think Clemson could have won that game. Like, I don't think it was so overmatched that they couldn't have won. I think Clemson's offensive coordinators lost the game for them because they couldn't – whatever they did to prepare Lawrence for that <clears> game wasn't enough. And they stopped calling plays down the field. But see, here's the thing. 16 overthrows, that's – look, it's tied for the most in a yeah. single game this year. That's a mental thing on Trevor Lawrence. I, again, he got walloped in that Ohio State game. Once LSU started hitting him again, that's when he got real skittish and all of these passes yeah. were sailing on people. And like you said, these were short fucking passes. Well, there was no – I could see if it, if it was deep balls. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and then, fuck, we'll just answer everything about this game in, in general. There was another thread last night that was trending of fucking wrong kid died, right? With Ohio State. Ohio State deserved to be there, and that would have been a funner game. And a lot of people ask what the outcome would have been, right? Here's my honest opinion. It would opinion. not have been any different. Uh, no. I, I, I would have had it at a... If Ohio State would have played LSU in the national championship game, I still have LSU winning, and I think it would have been 38-30. to 30, But I think it would have been one of those, like, hey, man, we're down by two scores. We scored at mm. the end to even get to 38-30. to 30. Yeah. Um, and the reason being, I think Ohio State had the best defense in the entire nation this year. Mm-hmm. I think everybody would probably agree with that. Here's where I struggle with it, though, is you have Jeffrey Okuda, who's, who was the only unanimous pick for All-American. He's the best defensive back mm-hmm. I've ever seen. He's going to go, what, number three in the draft for Ohio State. So let's hypothetically say you put him on Chase, and he shuts him down. You still have to contend with fucking Justin Jefferson mm-hmm. and then Hilaire out of the backfield. <clears throat> Ohio State's been susceptible to that deep ball um, on the other side with Arnett and those guys. So yeah. I, th- I still think no matter who you're leaving open in this crew, you have the two, two best wide receivers. This is the best wide receivers on a team that I've seen in a long time. Um, Alabama had good receivers, but Jesus Christ, these guys have been lights out. I was at that Oklahoma game. Justin Jefferson caught four touchdowns in the first half. Yeah, um, I think that would have been the key. You wouldn't have stopped Burrow from bombing away. And I think LSU would have won the national championship anyways against Ohio State. So all of it is a moot point. I disagree with you on the Clemson thing. I Once he got hit, there was no coming back. I think the final nail in the coffin for Clemson was my sweetest bit of Irony. Oh, yeah. It was the targeting call mm. against their defensive captain. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Threw him out of the game. Because not one Clemson <coughs> fan could go and bitch about targeting after what happened the game before. Yeah. When we, you know, Ohio State lost one of their best players. I'm sure targeting. they will. I don't A think. A little I, bit, maybe. You can't. I, look, and I, I'll say the same thing as I said in the Ohio State game. I hate that call. I fucking hate targeting. If there is malicious intent, which I don't, I don't believe there was in the case of that kid last night um, or in the Ohio State game. Let it go. Uh, it's a tackle, and hey, man, but review it and, and make sure it's not malicious. I think yeah. the Clowney hit against Carson Wentz was malicious with intent to knock him the fuck out. Mm. Clowney should have been thrown out of that game in a 15-yard penalty. These two kids in these last two games, no. And it just it changes the tune of the game because they were down by 10 at that point, mm. and then LSU put their foot on the gas and then went up by 17, and it was all over. Uh, I also think LSU could have scored another touchdown at the end of the game. If, if they, they had wanted to, yeah, they could have. But, I mean, Clemson had one pulled off the board, too. Um, oh, on that uh, defensive pass interference, or offensive pass interference, yes. Yeah. I mean, that was a terrible call. Horrible and you, call. And who knows how that changes the game. You never know. Yeah, but you're right. I, again, I don't think uh, – it does seem like LSU let off the gas a little bit there at the mm-hmm. end. And it, it's not like – 
defenses get better as the game goes on. No, they get worse. Yeah. So and I, with a healthy Hilaire, <clears throat> shit, man. I it just I, I don't think it mattered. Um, it was it was pretty dominant all the way around. And again, this is good for college football. Yeah. I know we said this at the top, and I'll say it again. And here's why: at the beginning of this of the season, when we did the way too early college mm-hmm. football prediction show. I said my only fear about this upcoming college football season was that you're top-heavy in every conference and it's going to be the same fucking mm-hmm. teams. It's exactly what it was, except for Alabama was swapped out with LSU. Mm-hmm. All the other choices were essentially correct, Oklahoma and Ohio State and all those guys. I, I talked about the urgency that LSU needed to play with. You had to win this year. Because all of the stars are with you. You will not win next year or <laughs> well, the, the I think years that's, after. I think that's Clemson's problem, though, today or yesterday. They did not, at any point during that game, play with any sense of urgency. Their play calling was not urgent. Like, nothing they did, really. And it seemed like maybe having been there before was not good for them at this point. They were like, oh, we've been here before. We'll, we'll just get it done. But that's not right. how it is. You still have to execute. You have to give 100% on every single play to beat a team like LSU. And you can't play 12 scrimmages. I think it helps LSU that they, they played so many ranked teams throughout the year. They have so much confidence. They were like, great, we've beaten every ranked team there is. What's another fucking ranked team? Who gives a shit? Um, but next year, and the reason why I say this, LSU, you're losing Burrow. You're going to lose Jefferson, I think. I don't know what your chase is. Uh, um, no, I think he's a sophomore. And uh, and you will may or may not lose Hilaire. We'll find out. Um, and then I, I don't know who this Miles Brennan kid is, but it's look for any kid to step in and try to take over for Joe, Joe Burrow. Good luck. Yeah, I mean, there's no th- look. Luck. He just had the best season. So if you're an LSU fan out there and you think this is going to be happening again, the norm. No. Like he he literally had the best season ever, probably for a college quarterback. And, and the team itself had the best season ever. So it's all downhill from here. But <laughs> enjoy. Yeah, I don't know how you beat sixty touchdowns. There's no fucking way. But enjoy it. I mean. Uh, I like I like LSU. I like it too. I like Louisiana. I like I, lo- I like that stadium. The atmosphere is great. Yeah. Um, obviously so don't, the women are great. Don't, don't ruin it, guys. <laughs> don't be a fucking cunt for the next year and ruin it. But look, it's easy. The re- and the reason why I said again to the urgency thing is it's not going to happen next year. Alabama is fully reloaded. Um, you're unfortunately in a conference with the greatest college football coach of all time. Yeah. It pains me to say that because I hate Saban. Even last night, did you see Saban doing the pregame? Like, why was he even there? He has to for recruits, and the, the, so he's got some FaceTime. They all do it. Urban Meyer did it. You know, used to do it all the time. Yeah, um, it's true. Saban does it all the time. the 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 beauty of it for me is, if you're an LSU fan, he looked so fucking miserable. Even his speech was angry. Like the way he was describing things, and it was like, hey, man. We're just talking pregame. Mm. And he was just like, well, you know, Burrow's mm. going to do this and that. And, you know, there's this, he's going to burn you on this side. All of it was just so angry. Um, I, I forgot <laughs> that he coached LSU. Yeah. I completely forgot. He was there that. for five years. Yeah, I forgot. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you watched it before the game, but the coverage that was on ESPN2 of pregame mm-hmm. was, uh, was Pat McAfee and a couple of the guys from ESPN. Yes. Then they did. McAfee is great. Can we just put McAfee on forever? Yeah, I, um, I don't know if uh, if anybody watched that broadcast because ESPN was the main broadcast. And ESPN two was those four guys uh-huh. walking up and down the sidelines, and the game was going on in the background. Right. So I don't know if anybody watched it. I considered watching it. 
because they were so entertaining pregame. Yeah. Uh, and also, I didn't. I, mean, I didn't know that was an option. To be honest with it you, it was on ESPN too. Yeah, I would have. I would have. Like aside from over. having money on the game, I didn't give two shits who wins because I don't care about either. I like. I just wanted to see a good see game. a good football game, and we did. We saw a great football game. Yeah, I mean, we saw we saw a great team get in their own heads and severely underperform, mm-hmm. and we saw a great team play a great game. So I mean, that's what typically happens. We we saw the the, the single greatest season of a, of a college football team yeah. ever. And it was great to see them perform at the top level that they have all year long. Uh, and exce- I, I don't in know. In my opinion, they exceeded all the expectations. Oh, yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. I don't know how you can not be a Joe Burrow fan at this I point. I don't either. Like, no matter who your team is or what your fucking affiliation is, if you're a Cincinnati Bengals fan, and I'm sure some exist, they're, they're, like, they sell tickets to the games, right? Yeah. I, so let's, uh, we'll, we'll hop into that. I, there's, a, there's a thing of, that was been going around <laughs> online, and especially in the Drinking More Sports group of, uh, I love how every Ohio State fan is trying to claim uh, Joe Burrow in a national championship. No one's doing that. Everyone loves Joe Burrow just because he's a he's a great kid. Yeah, graduated from the school. He won a championship with LSU. No one is trying to claim that. At the time he was there at Ohio State, he was with three quarterbacks that all went into the NFL: Dwayne Haskins, J.T. Barrett, Cardell Jones. Mm. Now, what they did in the NFL or what they're going to do with Haskins, you can't control that until once you get there. Neither can Joe Burrow. But he was at the wrong place at the wrong time. When he was supposed to start, he, had, he broke his wrist and he was out. Therefore, Haskins took over. Haskins became Haskins. First round pick. Nothing you could do. I'm glad he left, got to play somewhere, win a national championship. If it's not, yeah. unless, he, unless LSU was playing Ohio State, everyone in the state of Ohio is rooting for Joe Burrow. Yeah. Not only because of Joe Burrow and the kid that he is, but the Cincinnati Bengals have the top pick. An Ohio native going home to play in Cincinnati is a big deal for them. Mm. Yes, there are Bengals fans. They have not existed for a long time because they have been shitty since Icky, the Icky Shuffle. Since uh, Boomer. Boomer and, and yeah. the Icky Shuffle. There is great fans in Cincinnati. It is a fun environment to watch football. They have not put the product on the field that is worth a shit. For 20 years. 25 years. It, yeah, maybe longer. What, 90, what was it? The 91, 92, somewhere in there? <laughs> that was a, I was so young, I don't remember. I, like You were uh, a probably, child. Yeah, you were probably in, in, in Probably in fucking diapers. four, four years old. Because <laughs> um, you were born in 1990, uh, what? Fuck, 93, I think. <laughs> um, but that is why everyone is in, in the state of Ohio is excited for Joe Burrow. Ohio is a football state. I can promise you this. If you wanted to, if, if you ask any Cleveland fan. Let's just take Cleveland because I think the Browns are more rabid than, than the Bengals. If they would trade the LeBron James championship for a, a Browns Super Bowl, every single person in the state of Ohio would check that box and say, mm-hmm. give, give the fucking title back. We would rather have a Super Bowl trophy. So for Joe Burrow to go home to Ohio and play for the Bengals, yes, they're shitty, um, but you've got to start somewhere. And starting with a quarterback who's going to put asses in the seats, sell tickets to the game, Get fans excited about the Cincinnati Bengals again. That is a big fucking deal. That's why everybody in Ohio is excited for this kid. Now he's going to go home and play for the Bengals. And, and I wish him the best. The only thing that sucks for him is that he's playing for the Bengals. And that organization as a whole is so shitty. I hope he doesn't get lit up like the <clears throat> it was it David Carr David for the Carr, Texans. Yeah. I don't want to see that happen to him. People forget about Everybody knows Derek Carr for the Raiders. Everybody forgets about David Carr. 
who played was awesome. He played for he was way better than mm-hmm. Derek, and he played the first couple of seasons for uh, the Texans when they were an expansion or relocation team. Yeah, right. He got sacked. His first two seasons, he set the record and then broke the record for getting sacked in a season. Yeah, he got fucking raped for two straight years, and I think he ended up playing another year and a half after that. But he it did. was terrible, and they were finally like, "Look, dude, sorry, you're dead." You're you're dead and gone. You're gone. Luckily, he's one of the best looking men on the face of the planet. He's got a job at NFL Network, and he's yeah. fine. He's well, he fine. made he made that rookie money. He's yeah, fine. he's fine. His brother's fine. They're all rich, and, and everything turned out all right. But I mean, the Bengals have Joe Mixon, Joe is, Mixon, and AJ Green. Is AJ Green going to come back now that I think he's Burles 34. is going to get? He's thirty one. But is, oh, he, is he really? Yeah, yeah. Is That's he getting, not bad? No, no, not at all. He's he's fine. He's he's just had an injury this year. But uh, is he going to come back? And sign a new contract with them since Burrow is coming. I would have to say yes because I would like to see that Tyler Boyd guy is pretty good too, the wide receiver for the Bengals. It's not. It's not <laughs> terrible. Just protect Burrow. If you remember back to when Eli Manning got drafted, no, the, Boyd had a thousand yards this year. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you got Boyd, Green, and Mixon. That's a, a decent start for an offense. They got to get an offensive line. I remember when Eli Manning got drafted, and he didn't want to go to San Diego. Yeah, because they don't have a goddamn offensive line. You, you I wouldn't get, want to. He didn't want to get killed because Archie Manning got killed. I mean, shit. Even uh, 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 what's his name? Drew Brees. It's like, eh, let me out of here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me out of here. I you know. can have Phil. Yeah, I need to go because I want to live. We're all good here. Yeah. I want to survive. He went to a team that was uh, that cared about offense. Imagine if the Chargers did with the talent they've had over the years. They've got a guy that's about to go become a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. They just retired. Crazy. That they never did shit with. Crazy. Poor Gates. But uh, look, Burrow, everybody loves him. That's it. He's going to go play for the Bengals and uh, good on him. No one is claiming a fucking national championship. Uh, no one. He, he didn't play mm-hmm. there. He didn't play at Ohio State. Yeah, he couldn't get playing time. I don't and when care he did, he had a broken that. arm. So what the fuck? I don't care about any of that. All I care about is uh, I feel bad for him because he's going. To the Bengals. To the Bengals. I know. I mean, it sucks, but it is what it is. Nothing you can do. Chase Young got the fucking luck of the goddamn draw going to the Redskins with Ron Rivera there. Yep. <clears throat> hey, this is a way too early prediction, but I, I think the, the the Redskins are a wild card team next year. I think they're a playoff team. I think. Oh man, it's way too early to say it, but if you get Chase Young, because I like Ron Rivera as a coach, man, and he's good with with young quarterbacks who listen. Cam Newton didn't give a fuck about. I him. think they're. I think they win that division. I don't think the Cowboys are getting any better. I do. I think I, with McCarthy, I, do. I, I think with McCarthy, they're gonna uh, have a struggle year. I got, I got, I got the Cowboys winning that division, and I, and I got the Redskins as a wild card next year. Maybe. Um, I mean, I think uh, the Eagles or the Redskins. I mean, that's for the NFC. That's a tough division. Uh, but back to college football, yeah. real quick to to <laughs> cap this off. Um, the last we'll close out with a parody thing, and then we'll get to some of your questions here. Who the greatest team of all time is, and then we'll get to the NFL picks. The parody thing is is simple. Look, you're going against Saban. He's reloaded. Alabama's going to be there. Clemson's going to be there. What do you think? Clemson won next year. I, I think the preseason polls will probably be, be this. Clemson won. Ohio State, two. Alabama, three. I would have mm-hmm. said Georgia, four, but Fromm just left. Um, I don't know who their backup quarterback is. And look, as shitty as it sounds, Oklahoma's going to be there. I think that Rattler kid is amazing. However, after getting stomped in all these playoff games, they're going to yeah. have to win out. And they're going to have a perfect season to get in there. And then, look, Texas, do they come back? I don't know what the fucking deal is there. Man, I don't know. 
And then we'll see how this this Miles Brennan kid does for for LSU. Um, but uh, that it's going to be the same fucking teams, man. So buckle up. Uh, national championship next year, Clemson, Ohio State. Why? Same identical teams are coming back pretty much, yeah. and they're just reloaded at the same position. Um, Clemson does not play anybody. They get twelve more scrimmages, and then they go to the playoffs again. Uh, Ohio State's get a tough schedule, but it is what it is. I expect. Um, I fully expect LSU to be a top five or ten team. I do too. But I do too. Can they win again without Burrow? Without the magic year? I don't. I don't know. I, no, they're we'll not going to win the national championship. But I, you also Burrow. there's a, there's other SEC teams you got to watch out for. Florida might be a top five team next so year. So he, here's the weirdest thing about the SEC, and this just happened in the last week and a half. Auburn might be a number fucking dude. Auburn five, or a top five team. That kid, that freshman kid. Yeah. Bo Nix had a great year, man, and they've got a decent, decent <laughs> little defense down there. I don't as think LSU that. found out. Yeah. Um, the SEC next year. So, and, and here's to all you fucking SEC homers, which I'm fucking tired of hearing it. Um, SEC will be the ne- the best conference next year by far. Yeah, it's not. No one's even close. I mean, no one will be even the, close. The ACC next year. only has Clemson. That's it. The Big Ten has Oklahoma. No, a Big Ten's got Ohio State, Michigan. Or, no, I mean, uh, yeah, not the Big Wisconsin. Ten. I don't know what's going to happen with Nebraska. Well, Wisconsin loses Taylor, so I doubt they come back. Well, every strong. year it seems they have a fucking superstar running back yeah. that. Goes for two thousand yards. I, Ron Dane. It'll be somebody like that. I, I, Maybe we'll I'm see. always expecting it. We'll see. Uh, Michigan State's usually always pretty good. Um, defense, Minnesota's. They can't win games. Minnesota was a flash in the pan. They're not going to build. I mean, but everybody Maybe. said that about Clemson in 2013 yeah. too, with Tosh Boyd, and then all of a sudden Dabo built this program. Maybe so. I, look, I got uh, mm-hmm. onesie twosie. SEC is ahead of everyone, um, and then they got Lane, Lane Kiffin is coaching mm-hmm. Ole Miss. That motherfucker is a gambler. You know, he's good for one dirtbag fake punt from the 20 to win a game over somebody. And then you've got the biggest gambler of all time now. Mike Leach mm. is coaching Mississippi State. This is the guy who doesn't fucking punt on yeah. fourth down. He doesn't go for field goals on fourth down. He goes for it every single mm. time. That guy's air raid system is insane. If he's able to apply that to Mississippi State and they try to go for 60 every game, yeah, having to play them is zero fun. And then Florida. Florida's on the upswing, man. Um, a lot of people have them top five. I really, I think Florida could be uh, – I think they could be a top five team. I mean, honestly, it depends on – they have a good recruiting class this year. It depends on how their freshmen perform because, yep. look, they're close, but they're not there yet. But a little experience and some backup can help you get over that hump. Yeah. But you're right. There's no, like, Big Ten, Big 12, ACC. No one's no one's going to put up four, maybe five contenders other than them. No. Everybody else is one or two, I think. No. If you're talking about legit, like Texas maybe. But I don't know how good Texas recruiting class is. And then Oklahoma's obviously got a great team, but... Yeah. I don't know. I, I and, and a lot of people are putting stock in bowl games of, like, well, the SEC had the best record in bowl games. Since the college football playoffs have started, all these kids are sitting. No one gives a fuck about these bowl games anymore. Yeah, bowl games are not. I, a I know I don't. Of I'm not lining up for the tickets for the the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. I don't even give a shit if Ohio State's in it. I I don't care about anything other than the playoffs at all. Yeah, maybe the Rose Bowl just because of the nostalgia of it, where you're like, oh, I man. mean, it depends. If it's some kind of rivalry game that got set up. That would be interesting to watch because, look, I didn't watch uh, Penn State's bowl game. I don't give a shit about that. No. Like, it's 
If it's not a CFP game, then I don't care. I don't even know what what, what bowl game they played in. I don't either. So I, we bet it. I know that. Um, but uh, somebody else on, on Drinking Bros said, it, you and Stephen A. Smith got absolutely silenced last night. We did. We did. Uh, it was a masterful, masterful performance. Um, but, yeah, man, I, look, Clemson will be number one next year. And there's nothing you can do about it. They're only out of conference <clears throat> game. They only play one ranked team next year. It's Notre Dame. It's Notre Dame. And it's Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so they'll, they'll definitely be in the you CFP You can pencil them in already for the CFP. Uh, Ohio State starts off with, I think, the second game's at Oregon. Mm-hmm. Luckily, her, that Herbert kid is gone. I don't know who their, their new quarterback is. Uh, and then they got the you know the usual gauntlet of the Big Ten. But uh, they'll be in it. And then, fuck, man. I think next year, this the is, SEC could have a good shot at two teams in damn. the the, uh, the college football playoff. This is the SEC is fucking deadly next year. The ACC is not. No, it's the worst. Although Florida State could be better next year, it but could they're be not better. But they're not. They're not going to be. Hit. This is uh, Clemson's. This is Clemson's schedule next. These are the teams they're going to play. This isn't in order or anything. Okay. Uh, Akron. Oh, the Zips, the Zippers. Good for them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Notre Dame. Yep. Which is Notre Dame. The Citadel, <laughs> which is a D2 <laughs> the school. D2. <laughs> South Carolina, which is a D2, D2 school. school yeah. yeah. Um, Boston College, you never know with them. Uh, you never know. They're, 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 they just hired a high, one of Ohio State's assistants there. Mm-hmm. No, they're not going to be anything. Louisville, again, the only time they've ever been good is when Lamar Jackson was there. You know, they had an uptick year this year. They, they, I think they finished nine and four. They, they came back. Uh, they might be all right. We'll see. Yeah, but they're not going to be Clemson. No, uh, NC State. Nope. Gave up thirty-five points to Clemson in the first quarter nope. this year. Yeah, so that's not that off. Syracuse. Uh, they don't try at football anymore. Um, every now and again, they just find a, a win. <laughs> then Virginia, they're a tough team sometimes. Uh, Florida State, they're a tough team sometimes. Wake Forest and, and Georgia Tech, those are their other games. But keep oh, in mind, though, this isn't counting. This isn't all of them because, or this isn't um, those last what eight. Those are all ACC games. There's not a whole lot you can do about that. The ACC just sucks. Like you can't make your conference better. No, I, I, and I don't know what you do, man. Because it's if you're so. Let's say you're LSU last night and you lost to Clemson. Yeah. Okay. LSU has every single. They would have. Luckily, we don't we didn't have to deal with that. But LSU would have every single right on the planet to bitch about playing a fucking team who plays twelve scrimmages and then wins two playoff games. Mm. I would have been angry as fuck because look, there was only I, by the end of last night, LSU had won seven ranked games. Mm. The only other person that was close was Ohio State had had to play six, but they they were five and one, right? Yeah, Clem, or LSU <clears> was seven and zero. Clemson played two, two ranked teams this year. Both in the playoffs. If I was an LSU fan and, and the Clemson would have won, I would have raged last yeah. night. Um, but, uh, yeah, man. Um, now, here's what's interesting because usually a schedule that we bash every year, we just absolutely bash. Alabama? Yes. Yeah. Has scheduled a hard – they've got a difficult schedule. And uh, the opening game would be fun. Maybe we should go down and see this. It's at, it's at Jerry World. Um, Against USC. Yeah. They, get, they lead off with USC, then they go uh, Alabama, and they play the D2 school uh, Georgia State Panthers. Um, that's fine because your next game is Georgia Bulldogs. Yep. 
And <clears throat> the reason why that's cool is because it, they're in the other conference. They technically don't have to play them. Yeah. Um, then they play uh, Kent, Kent State. State. Do you think they're called the Golden Flashes because of the muzzle flash coming out of the end of the guns of the National Guardsmen that shot all the civilians down there? Yes, they do, actually. Okay. Um, Interesting. They do. Uh, sorry about that for folks at home. Uh, we're assholes. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Uh, the next one they got at Old Miss. That's Lane Kiffin. That could be a fun we game. We don't know what that's going to look like yet. <laughs> Kiffin fucked his daughter. His own daughter? No, he fucked Saban's, Saban's daughter. daughter. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's why I get you, fired. Do you think, you know how in college football where they hold up random signs of things for their, that's their signaling? <laughs> Do you think one of them will be a picture of his daughter? How fucking funny would that be? Lane Kiffin doesn't give a fuck. It wouldn't surprise me. That would be so funny. I mean, look, the only thing that Saban can do now is fuck Lane Kiffin's dad, I think. That's it. It's the only thing left. Mm. Um, well, uh, next up, we get Arkansas. <clears throat> that's nothing, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's zero. Uh, Mississippi State's. Um, now, Mississippi State's got Mike Leach. Yeah, they got a new coach, too. Who knows what he's going to do? He might just He's turn. the craziest coach in college football. Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck, man. I mean, I wonder. You, you have to think going to a, a school like this, though. Maybe they're like, hey, we don't really, we don't really do that here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, next up, uh, they got at Tennessee. I, man, I hope Tennessee is, is better. I know yeah. I say this fucking every two weeks, but uh, I like partying there. I hope they get better. They finished the season on a high note. <laughs> Um, they got an onside kick against uh, Indiana. Um, they scored a touchdown. They got an onside kick, threw another touchdown at the end of the game, and won won their bowl game by like two points. Uh, I hope th- I, I hope they're turning it around because I enjoy partying there. At LSU on the seventh, that's a fucking tough game. Um, then they play the uh, UT Martin Skyhawks. It's another D two school, but then they close out with Texas A and M and Auburn. And Auburn, it's a tough so, schedule. It's a, it's a tough schedule for I Alabama mean, next year. Auburn will be ranked. LSU will be ranked. Mm-hmm. Um, Texas A&M maybe. You never USC know. will be ranked. USC will be ranked and Georgia will be ranked. That's at least four, not including the playoffs. So if they were to win all these games, at a minimum, they would have six ranked wins. Yeah. That would be a great season Great for season for, for And Alabama. nobody could say shit about it. Nope. Um, <clears throat> and, and, again, they're fully reloaded, so they're back. Um, I'm curious. I might want to take a little peek at it's uh, LSU's schedule. They they always schedule tough. They had a fucking rough schedule this year, man. Um, that's why they deserved it in every fashion. There's not one thing you could pity pad on, you know? No. Nicky knack. You can't take anything away from they, they played the toughest schedule um, there is, and, uh, and they dominated. Um, if you're Auburn, though, you got to look at that game and say, hey, man, I feel pretty positive about next year. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, who, who do they got? They got... Uh, First up is UTSA. That's uh, Texas San Antonio. That's nothing. Uh, it's a D two school. Then they got the Texas Longhorns. They will probably be ranked. Yes, they will uh, be ranked. Rice Owls. Yep. Every now and again, they jump into the top twenty five. Eh. Couple every couple of years. Probably yeah, not yeah. this year. Ole Miss. Who again? You never know with them. They could jump into the Skiffins. Yeah. I, who knows? Um, Nichols. Yeah. Don't D- know. D2 school. Yeah, that's I nothing. know Nichols. Nichols um, State, probably. Florida Gators. Oof, Again, that's, that's going to be a ranked game. Arkansas, uh, Mississippi State, that might be a ranked game by then. Yeah, we'll see what Leach does. He just got there. Um, and then they had a week off, and they play Alabama. Yep. South Carolina, which is nothing, but then they close out with Auburn and Texas A&M, another two ranked teams. They, they, it looks like if things go the way I expect, that's another five ranked teams they're going to play next year. So if they won again next year, it would be another seven 
wins against ranked teams. I don't know if you can do that two years in a row. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. I, it's it's tough, man, to get up. And again, you don't have Burrow, and you're probably not going to have. Uh, Je- well, Jefferson's gone. He's, I think he's a top fifteen pick. Jefferson. Yes, and then yeah. you, you're probably losing Hilaire as well. I would imagine. He hasn't declared yet. I mean, he's got to declare tomorrow, right? Yeah, and that's the problem is you can't declare before the national championship either. So you're going to see a fucking bevy of players here from this title game racing their press releases out in the next two days here. Uh, And then combing through uh, Ohio State's here because, again, these are what we expect to be the top teams next year. Bowling Green. Hey, look, they they win their conference and then the championship game every year, but that's a fucking (laughs) cakewalk. At Oregon, um, tough place to play. I, I don't believe I've ever played there. I'd, I'd love to go to that game, actually. I've never. In Oregon? I, I have never been there. Have you? To a game in, uh-huh. in Eugene? Yeah. N- no. God, I I've, love, I've been I to the stadium. To, I haven't been to a game. I'd love to retrace all of uh, Prefontaine's steps there. I, here's what I would love to do. Let's go out there and just live on the street for a while. Oh, you can take a shit there, right? I don't know about Oregon. Yeah. But seems like it. I mean, be homeless. Who's going to stop us? By the it's way, I just want to remind everybody: we're down to four teams in the NFL. I know we haven't gotten there yet. We will. But if San Francisco wins the Super Bowl, Ross has to take a shit in the street with the helmet on. With the helmet on. <laughs> so, I mean, if you're not rooting for San Francisco 49ers, I don't give a shit who your goddamn team is. What yeah. Are you, what are you thinking? This is the this. It's better than the perm. It's better. <laughs> Like, it's better than trying to shit-talk him on Facebook. Who cares about that? You can ruin his life. Like, forever there's going to be video of him taking a shit in the streets. In the streets of San Francisco, San Francisco with a 49ers helmet on. Everybody needs to become a, a 49ers fan 49ers here. 49ers fan now. Uh, Buffalo Bills. Look, Buffalo is my fucking team all year, man, and they won their bowl game. Um, what are we doing? Why are we scheduling those, those teams? Uh, Rutgers. F- fucking Rutgers. Thank Christ. Um, get them out of the Big Ten. They don't deserve to be... That's a D2 school, in my opinion. Yeah. Get, get them out of there. Put them in D2 for a little bit. Let them build a fan base and all that other shit. Uh, off week, Iowa. Iowa's at home. Craig Dulesky. That might be the Craig Dulesky game. You know? It's Iowa at, at Ohio, Ohio State. State. Yeah. Um, that'll be fun. Uh, at Michigan State. At Penn State. Fuck, man. I hate playing at Penn State. Do you want to go to that game next year? Which one? At Penn State. I, we do every year because when, you went to Penn State. And when I went is to Ohio it? State. It's uh, the 24th, October 24th. Oh, I'm bad. down. Yeah, I, that was too. a I, we had a really fun time tailgating. Yeah, it was fun. Um, I'm I'm down for sure because you can get an RV and just fuck shit up. It's we great. can, but I think this time I would want to be somewhere closer to the city or to something. The, yeah. because as fun as that was, also uh, <laughs> also if Richard Denoff shows up again at four o'clock in the goddamn morning Oof. and bangs on the camper door, I'm gonna rape him. Here's the thing, Richard. You're welcome to come the night before with us and stay in the camper. Yeah, you can sleep in you bed. Can sleep with, with me. us. Yeah, you're fine. I don't care, but don't wake we, me up. We trust you guys. We love Son you. Son of a bitch. Uh, then Nebraska. I don't know what Nebraska is going to be. I don't know. I say that every year. I don't know. I don't know what Scott Frost is going to be. There is no other options for you. Same with Harbaugh. Well, he Michigan. signed a 75 year extension. So yeah. Good luck. I, fuck good luck. Face. You're. You're. That's your bad. You're lying in it. And uh, <laughs> Indiana Hoosiers, that's fine. Maryland, that's fine. Uh, Illinois, eh. and then Michigan. So, yeah, they'll, they'll be in the playoffs. Yeah. It's pretty fucking simple. That's a um, middle middle of the road. Yeah, we're, so Oregon will be ranked. Who do we got here? Iowa will be ranked. Michigan State will probably be ranked. Penn State will be ranked. Um, and then Michigan will be ranked. So what are you looking at? Uh, one, 
two, three, four. Yeah, and then with the CFP, that's six. It puts you at six ranked teams. Not bad. No. Um, but I, <clears throat> I can tell you this. No one wants to go through the gauntlet of the SEC next year. I will, for all you SEC fucks, I'm already declaring you guys the best conference next well, year. Well, I mean, luckily, all have fun with that. Luckily, they're going to fucking tear each other up all year. So it's like it won't the matter. Democratic Party. And it's, it's, it's like this might be the year where a two loss team makes it into the fucking CFP. And it could be a two-loss SEC team. It would if only be. Yes. It would only be a two-loss SEC. That's if what there's I mean. ever an argument for a two-loss team, yeah. in the same conference, <clears throat> it's probably the SEC next year. So I agree with that. Here's what I, I don't understand: why uh, we can't add one more week and add one more round of CFP. Mm. Like the game would just have been next weekend instead of this week. It would be the third week of January. There's still two weeks left of the Super Bowl. It also would be on the weekend where there are no NFL playoff games. It would be the, the Pro Bowl weekend. Who gives a fuck about that? There's no yeah. competition for ratings. I think they should add a third round. Uh, so I'm, I'm not an advocate of it, and I'll tell you why. I thought this year there was only three good teams. I, like, there, there was no for reason sure, to yeah. put Oklahoma in. For sure, but it's not about that. Like Sometimes, and if anything will tell us this, it's the NCAA fucking tournament, the March Madness tournament. Yeah, A bad team can beat a great team. On a, or a good team can be the great team on a good day for them. That can happen in, in any sport. It happens in baseball, football, all the time. Yeah. And just allowing for that possibility, one gets more, there's more games, which I like, because I yeah, can yeah, yeah. bet on more games. And uh, two, it gets more teams involved, which gets more people involved. Like, it's it's terrible marketing to not do that. It, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't matter if the first round games are all blowouts. Who gives a shit? No, I, I, to me, it's, it's a little too much. I'm, I'm fine with four, me personally, but, uh, you know, there's been other years where the argument can be made of like, hey, man, that extra team should have gotten in. Uh, one year Georgia, one year Ohio State, one year, <clears throat> was it Washington or somebody like, yeah. I, yes. So, so maybe, maybe. It's sometimes, just not this year. I guess I'm jaded by this year because yeah. it was literally only three good teams this yeah, year. Yeah, but sometimes. Great teams. Th- there have been plenty of cases where only three teams were good like this year Uh but that doesn't really affect anybody but when there's five or six teams that are good that affects two teams and that's happened the last i would say three out of the last four years has been five or six teams where you're like man yeah those guys are really fucking good so yes catch me on another year not this year um but uh but maybe um and then before we get to the sponsors we're going to uh what, what, what do we call this what do we call the like the worst fan of all time um the sarah williams <laughs> the sarah williams award yeah we're gonna make we're making something called the sarah williams award because this woman is such an insufferable cunt uh they're only ruled to join drinking bros facebook sports page yeah. it's a private group it's just it's just one rule it just says at the top don't be a cunt that is the same for everything across drinking bros there's a hundred and i don't know 10 15 000 people um across drinking bros yeah there's another 6,000 in Drinker Bros. Sports is private for a reason because everybody's usually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I don't even mind the shit talking from LSU, to, to be real. Like, no matter who we pick, the other team's fan base will tell us to fuck off, and that's just the way it is. Yep. Even Brooke hit me up, uh, Bayou Brooke, and was just like, you should see all the shit that they're talking in the DB Louisiana Facebook page. I'm sure they are, and I'm sure if I pick Clemson, it would be vice versa and everything else, mm-hmm. and I don't care. Um, the only guy that pissed me off this year was Ryan Rhodes because every single fucking post I had, that motherfucker put a 
thing in there. Like, dude, if I was talking about the Buffalo Bills, mm. man, I love, Bills Mafia, I'd love to crash through the table. He would pipe in with some shitty comment. You know who makes the strongest table? LSU. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. Just let me put up one post and you not fucking comment about LSU yeah. on it. The entire year. By the way, this wasn't just recently. The entire year. Then we get to Sarah Williams. Everybody was talking shit last night, which is fine. This fucking girl, um, which I'm assuming, I hope, I, as I've never seen a woman talk like this. The, the only time I saw it was maybe two years ago. There was another girl who got kicked out of, mm-hmm. of uh, Drinking Bros Sports um, because her boyfriend or husband was a fan of the team. And like it appeared as if he had taken over her feet or whatever. This fucking girl goes ballistic, <clears throat> right? You talk shit all year. You guys have a fucking sports show and you fucking suck and uh, all this shit, which is fine. We went 81.2% on the year in college picks. I don't know how you get better than that. Yes, you're going to be wrong 19% of the time. That's fine, Sarah. You can listen to another show. It was not good enough for Sarah, though. Um, She continued with fucking nine, 12 posts. Yeah, she was really into it. And you know what? That made me do a little, you know I am a studious man. (laughs) 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 So I did a little... I did a little research on Miss Williams, and it turns out on February 5th, 2017, uh-huh. a day that you might remember, because it was the day after the worst day in your life, she posts this <laughs> on, her, on her Facebook page, enjoy your perm, Ross Patterson. This is, this is two years ago, three years ago. Okay. Three years ago. She posted that on my page. The day after the Patriots came back and That's beat the right. Falcons. Oh, my God. She said, enjoy your perm, Ross Patterson. So she's been openly shit-talking you for years. And I don't even know. So I don't think so it's, many people. I don't, I, don't, think, I don't think it's some dude or her husband or boyfriend or whomever that she just fucking hates me personally. She doesn't like you. Oh, and I great. understand that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't like you either. But <laughs> it's a bit Man. much. It's a bit much. But you know what? You're, you're going to uh, live forever now. Sarah Williams, because every year we have we're gonna these, we're gonna have a trophy made for the worst yeah. fan ever, and um, it'll live up here. There's there's one asshole per year, yes, that we have to block from drinking both sports, yeah, yeah, because they just want to shut the fuck up. Yeah, I, I every year there was uh, Stephen Edwards was one of them. Yeah. Like he would be on that. We should name them down. Yeah, Stephen Edwards was one. He was a Michigan fan. There was somebody um, that was him last year, right? Yeah, he yeah. got he got blocked, and uh, <laughs> it was one of those things where everything was go blue and blue is fucking awesome and all that shit. We don't care that you support your team. We don't care that you're excited about your team. However, we care if you put it on every single post that yeah. people. If th- it becomes spam or you're being a cunt to people, then you got to go. Man. And, and Michigan is. has been terrible for years now. Yeah. Um, it's not even a. They're not even a title contender. So this girl goes on this tirade on the twelfth message because I'm and I'm dying laughing at my house last night, dying laughing. And um, a, a, another parent from the neighborhood had stopped over to watch watch the game and. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I go, he's like, what are you laughing at? And I was like, man, some girl's just going nuclear right now. The last post, because you could tell she's getting more and more fucked up throughout the night. You're talking about Sarah. Yes, Sarah. Oh, yeah. She was getting loose. <laughs> the last post that I saw, at least, because I went to bed right after that game, um, <laughs> was, fuck you. Yeah. Go back to the new guy. The, the movie, the new yeah. guy. Like, I guess getting a time machine and go back. Go back to the new guy. You shouldn't be telling anyone. Anyone want to bet on uh, the the national championship or LSU and fuck you? How does it feel to be so goddamn shitty at your job? I was like, bro, I, and I I laughed, turned off the phone, um, and then I found out she was blocked this morning. Now here's the beauty of it: 
I woke up and on Facebook, I don't know why people do this as if I would have my number open. Yeah. She tried <clears throat> to call me through Facebook at 1.40 in the morning last night. Now, granted, I don't, I don't have that. I don't even know if Facebook has my real number, for Christ's sakes. Nothing's going to pop up from Facebook. Right. But she <clears> tried. <throat> And it shows that she physically tried to make a call at 1.40 last night. This is a person I don't know. I don't know at all. I don't, I've never met this person. Yeah. Well, um, she's known you for at least three years. Because <laughs> she was talking shit back then about football. So starting this year, now that the college football season is over, um, we will have the Sarah Williams Award of the worst fan in Drinking Bros., and then we'll start getting those engraved. We have the Brosman, which is the you know, the the, the drinking bro of the yeah. year. Now we'll have the worst fan award for drinking bro sports. Uh, that is now called the Sarah Williams Award. What do you want to make the trophy? Uh, a fucking toilet, like or a, just a, a like a garbage can, uh-huh. and then a, a human next to it, just or inside of it, vomiting inside of a, a garbage can. I was just like, hey man, just get and tuck with the rest little, of your body in there with a little dialogue bubble with just a bunch string of profanity in it. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Um, that's that's what I'd like to have. And here's but. what we'll do: we'll buy for whomever the reigning uh, champion is, for lack of a better phrase. We'll buy their team's jersey and put it on the thing. We'll buy a little mini version. Of yeah, the yeah, 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 and, and put it on the and put yeah. it on the trophy. So everybody will know that that LSU trophy that's going to be up there in a couple of weeks after we get it purchased and and created and all this stuff. Uh-huh. That's Sarah Williams. The Sarah Williams award, and it'll be her forever. Forever. And, that, and that's that's what it's going to be. So congratulations to the worst man, fan of the year. For um, being Stephen the Edwards will be on there. Piece of shit. Uh, Ethan Ward <laughs> got close a couple years ago with UGA. And it was just like, hey man, UGA is another team that hasn't won in forty fucking years or whatever it is. Um, yeah, it's like if you're, it's I don't know, man. And I love Ethan Ward. He's one of our admins. Yeah, he's cool. It's like a, it's like if you're a homeless person that's hungry and somebody fucking finally comes up and gives you food and you're like, yeah, you're goddamn right. I got food. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> You've been eating garbage for the last 15 fucking years off the street, fuckface, and all of a sudden you're... Congrats. I mean, we wanted you to have... The entire college football community wanted LSU to win. Yeah. Right? Or not LSU necessarily, but they they love Burroughs. They love Coach O. Nobody dislikes these people. Nobody, Nobody... And LSU fans in general don't have a bad reputation till now. (laughs) Like, just fucking calm the fuck down, guys. (laughs) So, yeah, we're uh, going to have that award. And, uh, boy, that got dark last night. Again, it's just years and years of bitterness. Who and the weird thing is, is like LSU, they won a couple titles in the last like twenty years. Mm-hmm. Was it Saban was one of them, right? Saban was one, and didn't they have like a shared title or something? I think so. Um, but yeah, I, look, once every I ten years, it, it is what it is. Uh, they won in two thousand three and two thousand seven. I think three was Saban, right? Saban, yeah. Um, again, greatest college football coach there is for Shit. now. Yeah. For now, um, which is funny because before the show or before the game, some of the commentators were talking about if Clemson wins tonight, does Dabo overtake Saban for the best coach ever? Like, no, dude, he's done this for six, seven years. Mm-hmm. Saban's done it for infinity years. Yeah, yeah. Like he's just relaxed. Yeah, I have a twenty-year career, and then we'll look yeah. back on it. Um, but yeah, and even Coach O, man, that's the perfect coach for them. But mm-hmm. that's not a and this is no offense, but he's not a worldwide. Like he's not going to be revered as one of the greatest coaches. No, of he all time. is exactly where he should be. Yes, he should stay there for his whole goddamn life. Yeah, uh, and they love him. Yeah, as they should. He's, he's a, a local fucking, guy. 
Yeah, he's a shrimp boat captain. Um, you know, like it's, it's great for that program, but in no way is he go down as, you know, the greatest coach of all time. Yeah. And it's okay to say that about your coaches, by the way. Be honest about your team. I hated, I hated Coach Trussell for Ohio State, and he mm. won a national championship. I fucking hated him so much. I hated his cheesy ass vest. I hated his cornball fucking statements. Same way I hate Dabo Sweeney, except he was my coach. And I was like, fire this motherfucker, get rid of this shitty offense. Yeah. I was tired of winning. We won. Look, and he that that guy only lost like seven games. Well, the thing is, like, statistically, if, he was great, but watching them play was <coughs> so fucking boring. It reminded me of the Patriots. <coughs> That's why I hate watching the, the Patriots because it, yeah. they're so boring. Yeah. Um, I just wanted him fired. If if you're a if you're an NFL coach, head coach, you're managing coordinators for the most part. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, the ones that get more of your attention will probably do better. So if you're a defensive-minded guy like Ron Rivera, you're gonna your defensive coordinator is probably gonna be a guy that you went out and paid a little bit more money for, and then mm-hmm. you give more attention to, and he like your defense is probably gonna be better than your offense, at least if the talent is commensurate. Um, in college, you have you personally have to stay on the trends. If college football is changing, then you have to change with it or you die. Nick Saban did that. Yes, Nick Saban was one of the few huge coaches that. Was an, I wouldn't say he was an early adopter, but he was a pretty quick adopter of this new air raid style offense. Yep. And the proof is in the pudding, so to speak. And I mean, LSU, too. He wins uh, look, games. They were until this year. They installed a new well, offense. I mean, LSU just. Just did it this year. This year. And you Literally see the, this year. You see the results. The results are crazy. amazing. Um, uh, George is still behind in this one, but uh, it's fine to fucking be honest about your coaches. I got kicked <clears> out <throat> of a. Like, I was in this underground Ohio State fucking. Mm-hmm bullshit email thread with like 900 people right and you got like insider info and all that other bullshit yeah they threw me out of there when coach Tressel was in there because i was talking so much shit about how i hated him and his stupid fucking vest yeah um that they were like dude you can't hate your own coach as much i go yeah you can when every game is 17 to 10 you can fucking hate him and we had the talent to do other shit and he won a title and people were like you're hating a coach with a title and i go i know i fucking hate him get him out of there they, they threw me out of that fucking group. Fuck him. Uh, when did he win? O two. It was against he beat uh, Miami. Miami, right? Yeah, it was a thirteen and a half points. I, some some people in uh, in Drinker Bros were talking about how the refs won that game. No, Willis McGahee's knee getting blown up, and uh, Maurice Claret having the best game of his goddamn life won that game. Yeah, he, look, like, Maurice Claret, Claret was uh, great in college. Um, there was a pass interference call uh, yeah. at the end of the game, the very last play of the game, actually. That they bitch about but uh t- to me it was a bang bang play it could have gone either way yeah. I, I don't have a i don't <laughs> i i think miami fans can gripe ohio state fans can gripe in that one um but uh i don't you flip a coin who knows uh let's get to the sponsors shall we uh first and foremost ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros you know what bet doesn't have one of these oh, sarah williams who Sarah Williams. I bet she. Oh no, she bed. probably doesn't buy any of our stuff. <laughs> God damn it! I bet she's having such awful night's sleep <clears throat> that it's uh, it, it causes well, you to go insane. That's what happens when you lose your mind and you don't get good chan- sleep. Chances are she uh, lives outside somewhere. To be on based on her behavior, that isn't the behavior of someone who lives indoors. <laughs> <laughs> But maybe she's rocking a ghost bed outside, so who knows? Uh, I slept like a baby last night um, on the ghost bed, and I'll tell you why. 
There's always that what if, if if your team got in there and could have won. I didn't have that last night. I, I thought LSU was the best team, and I was like, eh, I had a great night's sleep. It is good to have closure. Yes. So I can move on, go to the next season, and not be pissed about it. I was really pissed about that Clemson game. Not anymore. Uh, LSU was too dominant. They they uh, they would have won either way. So I had a great night's sleep in the ghost bed. Woke up refreshed today. Uh, feel great. If you want to feel great, go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Finest mattresses, pillows. They get half off of adjustable bases right now. That's mm-hmm. the new deal. Fuck, man. They've always got some crazy deal. Uh, 15% off for anyone who is a member of the military. Yep. Or the first responder community. Um, and that lasts forever. And their 36-month pay-as-you-go program is still there. No interest. Um, it's Dude, the beds. Now the bases. Shit. It's like 28 bucks, 30 bucks, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros Personally, today. Who's up next? I, I've got uh, – so here's what I want to do. This has nothing to do with Ghostbed necessarily, like the company Ghostbed, because I don't think they would be able to get away with doing something like this. But if you can prove to me that you conceived a child on a Ghostbed, mm-hmm. like you have to be able to prove it. When I say prove it – Ah, we want some uh, photographic evidence some video. I want some <laughs> – say it again? Photographic evidence or some video. Yeah, or both, preferably both. I'm, we're coming up with it right now, but there will be some substantial reward for being able to do that. So for those of you out there that are dabbling in amateur pornography already, yeah. you may as well get a fucking reward out of it. Yeah, from a free people. bed. I'll, yeah. I will give you a free mattress if you, if you can show me your wife and or girlfriend crowning on a ghost bed. No, no, no. I, I don't want her to have the out. baby on the ghost no, bed. No, I want to see the baby out there. No, no. I want to see. Soft landing for we the need, baby. We need to see conception. Okay. And then I need to see, like, make it a time-lapse video of some sort, but I want, I want a good fo- portion of it to be the banging, obviously. Obviously, yeah. And I want to see the cream pie. So, uh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> if you can do that. From a POV or from behind the sack? You want to see it like No, POV. Okay. If I see any more porn from behind the dude's sack, who is that for? It's all balls and ass. Yeah, it's not for me. No. Yeah. No. And anyways, if you can demonstrate... In the most creative way possible that you conceived your child in a ghost bed, we will give you a free ghost bed. Yes. Or if you have the baby on it and you're crowning, but I want to see it crowning. I want to see the top of the head. Yeah. And then boom, you're going to get that bed. (laughs) (laughs) Don't put yourself in any medical danger to get a free bed. No, but if it happens, it happens. Like if you were going to have a natural birth anyways, why not just do it on a ghost bed and not go to the hospital? You know? Uh, Who's our next sponsor? (laughs) Next up is... Roman ED. <laughs> <laughs> Probably should have reversed that. Um, look, if you want to, if you want to send in a picture of yourself on Roman um, having sex with a lady, if you can incorporate Roman, uh, we can't give you free Roman because it's a prescri- prescription. Yeah, drug, we're not allowed to do that. But we'll give you, we'll we'll add to it if you can prove that you were using Roman during the conception. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Just show me the Roman helmet. Uh, go to GetRoman.com forward slash Drinking Bros today. That's GetRoman.com forward slash Drinking Bros today. Put that dick out there. Uh, these are boner pills, dude. They, well, they have a lot of stuff. They, they do, but we're promoting the boner pills. Yeah. Uh, I, here's the deal. The main barrier for, for dudes going to get, take, uh, get this situ- situation taken care of is that they don't want to go to a doctor. That's mm-hmm. one of them. And nobody does. Who has time for that shit anymore? No one. Like I, I, the only reason I don't, I, I think there's this, um, 
there's a stereotype that dudes don't like going to doctors because they're just like, oh, I'm tough. I can handle it. No, it's because I don't want to fucking go. Man. No. I have shit to do, and I fucking hate doing it. I don't want to sit there for an hour and a half in the waiting yeah, room. Yeah, it's fucking All nonsense. Yeah. And especially you guys that have to deal with the VA and shit like that. That's your primary health care provider. Fuck that. Uh, so Nonsense. Nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to sit there and have embarrassing in-person conversations with folks like that. Not that I care. I just whip my dick out and be like, hey, dick's fucked up. Yeah, hey, man. You fixed my dick. My dog broke. Uh, <laughs> but you can avoid all this shit. Basically, you talk to a doctor in a chat room on a website. Free. For free. Five questions, boom. You yeah. get the boner pill sent in the mail. Discreet packaging. Yep. No one knows they're coming. Not your wife, not your mistress. No one, dude. I mean, they're uh, going to... gay lover. They'll know that they've arrived, but they'll never know that they were en route. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Because there's no way you can trick them into the, oh, no, this is my regular dick. <laughs> you, remember, you remember this? My regular dick, Hey, you, you remember my old dick, right? <laughs> uh, this is my old dick. No, your dick's going to look like it's, uh, man, like a, a, a garbage bag too full of water. One of those Trojan horses just coming right at you. Just boom. pushing through, yeah. Yeah. Uh, go to GetRoman.com forward slash Drinking Bros today. Free shipping, free doctor visits. Um, and the pills are fucking awesome, man. Even if you're just looking to party and have a big dick. Uh, they're great. Highly recommend them. Uh, what's up next? Kill Cliff. KillCliffCBD.com. My fave. I had one of these at the game last night. I have one every night. Uh, KillCliffCBD.com. Promo code Drinking Bros. 20% off an entire case. They ship it to your fucking house. And, I actually uh, just got two cases in today. Yes. Did you get the grape? No, dude. Stop trying to fucking proselytize me with a grape. I like it, but I prefer the orange. Mine's the, and the mango. The, I got one orange and one mango. Right, I think. Mine's the grape. Um, grape is my favorite. That's Everybody doesn't one. have to be like you or do the things they that you should. do. No. They should. Go back to the fucking new guy. Um, <laughs> mango. We should uh, put that coach. quote on the fucking trophy. <laughs> I told. I was, I was on Ross Patterson Revolution. I was telling Jesse about that on the show. And she goes, about Sarah Williams, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I said, uh, I go, yeah, it was the weirdest comment ever. I was like, go back to the new guy. And uh, Jesse goes, well, I bet you would if you could. God knows how many people you slept with on that fucking movie. Oh, God, any chance <laughs> to fucking bring it up. Thanks, Jesse. Speaking of Jesse, by the way, uh, if you haven't checked out Drinking uh, Drink Bro yet. On fire. Yeah, and so we, they, they put out 10 episodes last night. Yep. So there's 10 of them, 10 full episodes, uh, video as well. And I think they're doing pretty well. Crushing it. I, last I checked, they were like number 50 in the world. Yeah. Um, it's their debut. 10 episodes. Uh, get uh, Drinking Bro at subscribe. Uh, rated on iTunes, all of it. First 10 are up everywhere, Spotify, iTunes. And they're, they're on our media company page for uh, yeah. Drinking Bro's podcast. You just go there. All the videos yeah. are live as <clears> we <throat> speak. And uh, they, they might be having KillCliffCBD.com on there. Um, uh, again, with the KillCliffCBD.com on there, um, Promo code is drinking bros, 20% off. Knocks the case down to like $3.99 a can. Mm -hmm. And it's got 25 milligrams of CBD. It's completely safe. You will not test uh, for THC or any of that other bullshit. It's Kill Cliff, man. Who doesn't trust Kill Cliff? Come on, man. Uh, is that it, Anthony? They're the best, yeah. Oh, <clears throat> great. Just, um, I mean, it looks like about they've got about 70,000 downloads already. Just and Today? we're yeah. Fuck. We're just we're just halfway through the release. Like halfway through one yeah, day, through we usually day. measure these in thirty-day increments. So you guys are killing it out there. We appreciate you guys listening to the new shows. Really, and, really appreciate it. You know, and remember, not all shows are 
the same. Like these, this is a different kind of show. So for chicks, going, dude, going, and if, or if look, if you want to learn about women and what women yeah. think, that's great too. Going Dudes to it with an fine. open mind, they're fucking uh, hilarious. And if you, if there's a special lady in your life who maybe drinking bros is a little too much for, maybe brouettes is more her speed. So it is, know. yeah, it is for sure. Um, and it's not like two whores, two fucking normal girls who are talking about fucking yeah. real shit, and they're awesome. It's really fucking funny. I'm super proud of her. Um, all right, so before we get into the NFL picks, we're going to get into your questions here uh, for the greatest team of all time. I posted a thing in Drinking Bro Sports on Facebook, and I said, look, tell me your teams, and I'll ask Anthony, and we'll get into it here. Um, first one, Bama 2009, Jordan Wenzel. No. Nope. Um, that team was boring as shit, and they, they did not have the type of offense that could keep up with LSU. No, not even close. Um, that's just fucking crazy to me. That was those Bama teams were so goddamn boring. Yeah, that was before Saban decided to start playing modern football. Yeah, but it still works. So you can't you remember really that, blame that him bullshit for it. year that that Bama played LSU for the national championship, and LSU had already beat them in the regular season, mm. and they were like, "Oh, let's play for the title." Because Ohio State went undefeated. But that was the tattoo gate, mm. and uh, they suspended him for the year because Terrell Pryor. Traded a, a game used pair of pants for a tattoo that warranted a, a, a complete suspension for him and the team for a year. <clears throat> so they had to put him back in for a rematch, I guess. Yeah. That was shitty. Um, LSU should have won the national championship that year. They got fucked. But uh, it is what it is. Therefore, I, look, those teams are, those Alabama teams are so fucking boring to me. I also thought they get lucky against the Texas Longhorns. Because I remember the, uh, the first drive was when Colt McCoy got hurt. Yeah. First play of the fucking game, and he was gone. 95 Huskers keeps popping up. This is Don Bonnet. Um, they had Darren Erstad, uh-huh. Scott Frost. I mean, they had a good team. People forget Darren Erstad had a great college football career before mm-hmm. he played for the Angels. Um, they had a good team. They had a good team. What was but, the running back, Frazier or some shit? Yeah. I, I think Frazier was the quarterback, right? It was Tommy Frazier. The I'm running gonna, back was uh, Lawrence, right? The guy who got fucking arrested. Killed him. I think he killed himself in jail. Might be. Might Is that be. the same team I'm thinking about? Looking at it right now. Look, Nebraska had an epic run in the 80s and 90s with uh, Osmond. Yeah, Tommy Frazier was their quarterback. Yeah. Scott Frost didn't play that year. Tommy Frazier was the quarterback. No, he, Tommy Frazier's not even close to Joe Burrow. No. He could run the ball. I'm looking. I mean, these. No, it's not. Even Who's close. the running back? Was it Lawrence? Um, hang on. Looking, looking. <clears throat> uh, I'll read the next one while you look for that. Well, read. Uh, talk about my bookie for a minute. Oh shit, mybookie.com. I fuck. I they're so ingrained in my mind. I think we. I, I just automatically assume. Look, my bookie won a fuck ton of money off of us last night. Yeah, yeah, but we've—I mean, we've won way more off of them than I think. Look, college or NFL, I haven't been that great this year. I think I'm sitting at sixty-seven percent, which is whatever, man. Uh, it's not bad. It's not terrible, mm-hmm. but uh, it, I've raped my bookie this year. Mybookie.com forward slash drinking bros. Bet with us or against us a thousand bucks now because we're all in on the playoffs and then Super Bowl. We go fucking hard. Mm-hmm. You think we go hard for? College, Jesus Christ. My, my rule basically is just like whatever money I make. Throughout the, re- the year. In the regular the season, Bowl. I put yes. all of it Same. back because I don't care. It's on just... the Super Bowl or on the thing because it's that. Look, we do this for fun and it really doesn't matter. Um, I mean, we partied with the money last year. It was great. And it would have been nice to take the money to Vegas this weekend, but whatever. 
That's true. Um, I mean, I guess tech in, in a way we are taking it to Vegas. Yeah. So Just through a proxy. It. Go to mybookie.com forward slash drinking bros. Doubles your deposit all the way to $1,000. Now is where we're getting the – fuck. We're throwing monster money in the AFC and NFC championships mm-hmm. and the Super Bowl. Um, and then I usually cash out in March Madness, whatever's left. But we go hard on all these fucking games. Um, my bookie has been our chief sponsor. We've gambled with him relentlessly. Congratulations. You won collectively last night off of Dan and I. Close to $9,000. Because <laughs> 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 we had three to one odds and then the money line. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Yeesh. Uh, enjoy it, my bookie. <laughs> uh, we had a great college football mm-hmm. season with you guys, and uh, we're looking forward to these last few games. Uh, John Taylor, University of Texas, Wait. 2005. Nebraska, 95. It was Amon Green. Forgot about him. Ah, for the Packers. Yeah, he's a great Shit, running back. He was good. Uh, but no. Not as no, they're not. Even, I mean, there's they don't. They're I, two totally different styles of football. Yeah, they're receivers. I've never even heard of them. No, uh, University of Texas, 2005. This is a good one. This was um, uh, Young. And look, let's not think about the 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 version of Young in the NFL. Vince Young. Yeah. Um, this was Vince Young and those guys, and uh, they won in the last second play. That's still, by the way, the greatest championship I think, in my opinion. Why is that? Uh, that was the one where Vince Young fourth and five. Ran it in against USC. And that was the USC with like Matt Leinart and mm. Reggie Bush and those guys. That was the best game. That was the best champ championship I've seen, I think. I didn't, I know people will say the Georgia Alabama one because I went to overtime and same, so did Ohio State, Miami, but mm. just as far as like superstars and hype and all that shit, I just felt that game <clears> had it. I remember they kept having those cutaways, McConaughey and Lance Armstrong yeah. in that game. That was fun as shit, but no. Um, I think I think this LSU team would have smoked that team. I mean, Vince Young accounted for. I think Texas had a loss that year too, right? Third, no, they were undefeated. Oh, they were. He, he he accounted for thirty-eight total touchdowns. That's, I mean, not even close. That's dude. not even half of. Yeesh, that's so crazy, man! Sixty touchdowns. What 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 did he finish with? Sixty-four, sixty-five? Because he had some running touchdowns, bro. Yeah, let me look actually. Um, Bob Fernandez says the only team I can think of is 2004 USC. Look, that was a great team. They had Reggie Bush. Mm. Um, they had Matt Leinart. They had some good receivers as well. Um, fuck, they had a pretty good defense. But uh, I, I, Burrow's the deciding factor in this. Yeah, five. 65 total touchdowns. Yeah, Burrow's the deciding factor in this. He had 16 last year, by the way. For me. Uh, ben... Watawa, he's a Ohio State fan. He said 2001 Miami team. They were good as well. However, this offense is nasty. I would have said maybe the 91 Hurricanes. Remember with like Warren Sapp and those guys? Mm. That was the most disgusting <laughs> defense ever in college. That was the first time, and they brought it back up again in, uh, in 2001, actually, mm-hmm. which is, it's, I guess, maybe coincidence. But uh, the 91 team, I there were talks like, I think this team could beat an NFL team. Yes. And then in 2001, they said the same. They were close. I think it was the Dolphins they were talking about. Like, could this team beat the Dolphins? Yeah. And uh, maybe, probably not with Ken Dorsey, though. Like, he just didn't have the arm to throw the ball downfield. Right. And uh, But Miami wasn't, like, one of those – they were more of an NFL-style offense, so that's why people were making the comparison, I guess. Uh, to, to that 91 team, a friend of mine was on that team. His name is Jason Marucci. I want to give him a shout-out um, because his son, um, which is crazy to say, his son just signed. He's a quarterback. Mm-hmm. 
He just signed for a uh, full ride with Wake Forest to be their quarterback in 2021. You always dream of shit like that, mm-hmm. where you're like, dude, I hope my kid goes up to be the quarterback of a <clears throat> college team, man. That would be the dream, right? Yeah. He fucking did it. Um, that team that was so fucking good for Miami. Yeah. Ken Dorsey had... 2,652 yards, mm-hmm. 23 touchdowns. Yeah. And then their running backs were Clinton Portis and Willis McGahee and Frank Gore. Ooh, that's the best running backs of all time. That's got to be the best three at one time. Jesus. They each got at least 60 carries. And uh, let's see, McGahee had 314 yards, not much, but uh, uh, Frank Gore had 562 yards and Clinton Portis had 1,200 yards. I mean, that's. Uh, Clinton Portis played forever. Frank Gore played forever. McGay, he played forever. I mean, that's how do you beat those running backs? I'd say that's the best running backs on one team. I don't see how anybody is could come close to that uh, running back running wise. Back wise. They also had Kellen Winslow on that team, who's now best known for raping and murdering old women. Yes, uh, he's in jail uh, for life now. So life. that's that's something, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Rogers, as a Clemson fan, LSU was by far the best team I've seen in some time. <laughs> I agree. Um, I think, uh, you know, it's funny, and it's got to be bitter or maybe bittersweet for Ohio State fans, but imagine this year's Ohio State team with fucking Joe Burrows on it. Can you imagine that shit? You know, a, a lot of people said that to me. They said, uh, the wrong kid. They, you guys picked the wrong kid. No, no. I wouldn't say that. It was Look, you had four <clears throat> NFL quarterbacks on the same team at the exact same time. I think we've only lost one game a year for the last, what, four years or something like that? Like. You can't get better than that. The only way you could get better than that is what LSU did. But the difference is we don't we didn't have LSU's receivers. So if the argument is you were going to give us those two receivers as well this year, yeah, great, I'll take it because they were and and we we have like KJ Hill is pretty good. He's going to go pro, yeah, um, probably second <laughs> or third round. And uh, there's a, there's two young kids that will be superstars, but they're not there yet. Unless we had those receivers with Burrow. No, we wouldn't have won the national championship. Probably not. I, those well, I mean, maybe because Burrow wouldn't have Chase won. Chase and Jefferson? Or I'm sorry, LSU would not have won without Burrow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Um, but I, who knows, man? I, and I, Chase I, is going to be around next year. That's the, the best news possible for LSU. Oh, yeah. Uh, and if, second, look, if Hilarious sticks around. Yeah, he's, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. But he's not even on anybody's big board right now. Like, I don't think maybe it's because nobody thought he was coming out. But if I'm drafting NFL quarter, uh, running backs, mm-hmm. I'm not looking at, like, Etienne for sure. He's going to be a second-round draft pick. But I'm not looking at him in the first. No way. No, I don't. Um, Joe Nerney uh, goes the 88 Irish. He's gone, he's gone on here. Get fucked. That was the Rocket Ishmael year, right, I think? No. No. Not even close, my <laughs> man. Not even close. Uh <laughs> Paul Shecklem, uh, recency bias can be a thing, but I don't think so in this case. The performance they had against the SEC in Texas in the playoffs were record-breaking. Uh, I, I agree, man. Um, I mean, it was literally that, – that's statistics aren't everything because you have to judge people based on the era they play in. Mm-hmm. But that's personal statistics. If the team beats more ranked opponents and wins a national championship than any team ever, then how – like that seems pretty definitive to me. Yeah. Uh, Brian uh, Wojcik, nineteen sixty eight Buckeyes. No, um, look, man, that's a different era all the way around. And there's there, there's been a lot of these people on here. Somebody put like the nineteen thirty seven Army team on here. 
Um, uh, look, the the when you start dipping back into the seventies, mm. it was such a different era of football. And like, dude, I think the sports writers put in the, the national champions and shit like that. Mm. Then there was years that the sports writers just picked a national championship. Yeah. They didn't even play a national championship yeah. game. Um, and then you've got to go pre playoffs. Like, dude, the playoffs has only existed since 2014. Mm-hmm. So. You're not only playing a top four team once, you're playing two of them back to back. Nebraska, Ohio State, whoever, did, didn't, I mean, the first Ohio State team yeah, won, yeah. won the, the title in the CFP, but um, these other ones, you're not playing two back to back games that are this fucking tough, man. It's, uh, it's new. I don't know what would have happened with those other teams mm. uh, when they did it. So it's a weird comparison. And then the teams from the, the 70s on down, this offense. If you dug up some of those, like Woody Hayes, imagine you put Woody Hayes on the sidelines last night and had him watch LSU's offense. Mm. It would his mind would explode. It would probably look like they're from another goddamn planet. Um, that was the those seventies and those were the three yards in a cloud of dust days. That is long gone, dude. It is you're bombing the ball now. Yeah, I mean the seventy nine uh, Alabama team, just because they had five shutouts that year. I don't give a shit who you're playing. Yeah. Shutting out five teams in a season. It's tough. And the teams they shut out were, I mean, not all great. Baylor was one of them. They were good back then. Uh, Wichita State was not good. Mm-hmm. But Florida, they beat Florida 40-0. Florida's been a good football team for a long time. They beat LSU and Miami, Florida. They they shut out all those teams. Yeah. So those are major schools yep. that are getting shut out. I don't know, maybe that one, but it's like that was the most dominant defensive performance we've ever seen in college football before. Yeah. But that doesn't mean they're the best team. Uh, and then to, to that point, uh, Ryan Weimer wrote the 2014 Ohio State Buckeyes. That was the year that Cardale Jones came in and won third-string quarterback. I think it's <laughs> the best story because I, nobody's had a third-string quarterback win a fucking championship mm-hmm. and come in and do that. And and I know people will look at that team and say, well, look at Ezekiel Elliott and all those. I mean, there was a million NFL players on there. Yeah. What you do in the NFL is completely what you do from college. Otherwise, Tebow would be one yeah. of the best pros there is, and he's not. Well, he's won more playoff games than Lamar Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. But, look, we're talking about college and college only. A lot of these kids, Brady is a perfect example. Uh, Brady was shitty in college. Mm-hmm. Ohio State worked him three out of four years, and he was okay the fourth year, and he played some fucking bullshit bowl game. You know, drafted what sixth or seventh round? He deserved it, fucking deserved it. Look at him. Um, but it's what you make of yourself in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that Michigan was a dominant college football team. It's no, just, he made himself they, into a great pro player. We're not that. No. Uh, so we'll <laughs> flip it on over to uh, uh, the NFL this weekend. We were three out of four last weekend. Both of us were incorrect on Baltimore, and that was it. Um, it was a really good weekend. That Chiefs game was wild as fuck. Mm-hmm. How do you – I remember when it was 24-0 to zero, midway through the second, and I, I had picked it, and the spread was 9.5, and, and I was like, oh, my God. I'm down 34 points midway yep. through the second. Not only did they come back and win, but they covered. <laughs> they won by 20 points. Uh, that fake punt cost them the game. That That's that, the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. I feel like uh, – You and I raged against that. Their head coach should be fired for making that call. They, yeah, they could, fire himself. Yeah, they could have won that game. 
mm-hmm. if not for that stupid play. They lost all the momentum right there. And the then, Chiefs were totally defeated. And you can say, like, you can't fucking uh, – you can't plan for weird shit like the ball bouncing out of homeboy's hands mm-hmm. when he gets hit at an awkward angle on a kickoff. You can't plan for that. Yeah, you can because momentum is a real thing in sports. Yeah. Shit like that doesn't happen. It just doesn't. There's something about the uh, the added nervousness or whatever for the team that's starting to lose momentum that has an uh, I don't know if I would say measurable, but it has a very, very distinct impact on people. You can see it all the time. Yeah, and it happened to Clemson. It happened to Lawrence when he started getting hit. You could see the momentum of that game started to change. He was afraid, uh, um, and it, it's real. Like so, yeah. Those those plays do matter. Those big plays matter. Yeah, for sure. And that was fucking stupid it's the dumbest shit i've ever seen the only the, the only surprise for me this weekend like i ex- i expected uh the texans chiefs to be a good game and it was uh the chiefs. It was a great game i enjoyed watching it um i look i called the chiefs to win the super bowl i'm still sticking with that some people ask me yeah. that. yes that, well, is, that is still my pick what i didn't expect is and i maybe i should at this point but i didn't expect derrick henry to run rush the ball 30 times for 195 yards for weeks like he is a man amongst children out there it seems he really looks like it my one of my favorite plays of the season happened in this game where a guy went to tackle him he stiffed armed him so hard that he got turned around and then he used that same defender as his lead blocker going down the field for another (laughs) seven yards that's a john wick move right there it was the greatest one of the greatest plays i've ever seen i watched i probably watched it i rerounded fucking 28 times He's 6'3", 250 pounds. Oh, my God. And he's shredded. Yeah. Like, there's not an ounce of fat on that guy. What he's doing is amazing. I do not want to see Tennessee Titans in the Super Bowl. That would just be the boringest thing on the planet You don't want to see Ryan Tannehill? No, dude. Throw the ball 14 times? I don't want to see they, 30 carries they, from Derrick Henry. There, there were 15 <laughs> total passes for Tennessee. <laughs> and one of them was Derrick Henry throwing a touchdown pass. It's like an Army-Navy game, dude. Yeah. It's uh, It's crazy. Um, uh, yes, I don't want to see them. And there was a point last week where I, I sat there and as I was at the gym during the first game and I, I looked up at the, the thing and I go, oh, my God, it's going to be a Texans-Tennessee AFC championship. Mm-hmm. That's the most miserable matchup I could imagine besides like Jacksonville. Yeah. Jacksonville-Miami would be the worst, I think. The end-all be-all worst. This is number two for me. Well, the NFL the likes when there's East Coast teams or – they don't like West Coast teams. And no professional sport, they make more money when East Coast teams are in championship games than yeah. they do when West Coast teams are in championship games. No. Um, but whatever. Uh, so, that, look, that was a shock. Lamar Jackson, there, there was somebody in Dringer Bros who said, hey, look, Ross, you've been down on him the whole time. Why did you switch for the playoffs? I switched for one reason. It was Tennessee. I did not believe in Tennessee, and I thought Lamar Jackson should have, on his own, carried that team through a Tennessee. I thought Baltimore's defense is probably top three in the league. Yeah. I did not think, because you know what you're getting with Tennessee. You're getting 30 carries right down your fucking face of Derrick Henry. How you can't stop that is beyond me. Because even the Patriots, the, the first week, right? That was a very close game. If the Patriots had any form of offense, they would have won that game. Yeah. It was very close until the, the very end in that one. They knew it was coming the entire game, and they, they couldn't stop it either. Here, here are Lamar Jackson's stats from that game, by the way. Uh, 31 for 59. It's not great. Uh, it's 50%. That's like 54%. 365 right. yards passing. 365, it's a lot. 
a TD, two two interceptions. Not, uh, I, I wouldn't say both of them were his fault, but I mean those are they, they were one of them was borderline. But anyways, he rushed the ball twenty times for one hundred and forty three yards. So it's like hard to it's hard to blame this all on him. Yeah, and you uh, look, you had Hollywood Brown, seven catches, one hundred twenty six <clears throat> yards. I think look for Baltimore to to keep going on this path uh, for the future. Um, They've got to get some receiver help for them. They've got a great tight end they in, need, in Andrews. Andrews, and, yeah. They need a great receiver, mm-hmm. a great one. Yes. They need an OBJ or somebody like that, whomever's – he's not, but whomever's available. And they've got to do something about a running back. Mark Ingram rushed the ball six times for 22 yards. And, by the way, dirtbag-ass OBJ was on the field last night handing out money to LSU receivers. Did you see that? No. Stack, $1,000 stacks. I'm sure the NCAA is going to call. You dumb fuck. Let those kids fucking enjoy the moment. It's not yours. It's not your fucking moment. I mean, that's OBJ. the close he's ever going to get to any kind of championship. He pulled out a, it looked like $10,000 on TV and handed it to, I think it was Jefferson and on the field in cash, in cash, a wad of it. You fucking assholes, dude. Like, I know you went to school there. But you're going to get them in. Tr- you're going to bury your own school. Well, Je- Jefferson's going to leave, but he, he and that's fine. But do it in the fucking locker room. You yeah. know you're doing it on TV. You're knowing you're doing it for the cameras. Like do it in the fucking locker room or do it in the parking lot. If you're a Clemson fan out there, you should be filing petitions to make Jefferson eligible for this game. <laughs> yeah, well, it's too got, late now. Yeah, paid. That's not too. It's never too late. The game oh, was man. over. He's done. Uh, but yeah, man, <clears> I, <throat> that was fucking shitty obj i i hate that motherfucker to be honest with no you. no one likes him he, he's Pe- great but pe- he's people will like him week to week when he's making plays in fantasy football the 95 it. other percent of the time they're like god damn dude you fucking shut the asshole. fuck up anyways this week uh wait hang on we got uh so the the vikings 49ers look we both called this um yeah. i you've been right on the 49ers <laughs> this whole year i've been wrong on them i don't believe in jimmy g uh I mean, my God, dude. You can believe in him if you want, but... What did he have passing? Not much. <laughs> I mean, Kirk Cousins only had 172 yards. Is it weird that, like, watching this game, the heart and soul of the San Francisco 49ers is Richard Sherman and Bosa. And Bosa, yeah. How is a rookie... Uh, he, that's the most... He is tearing people's fucking anuses out. Yeah. <laughs> but how is a rookie the heart and soul of your team when... Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm going to read you his numbers. You ready? Yeah, I, 11 for I'm, 19, yeah. 131 yards. <laughs> what? And you won 27 to 10. Yeah. But their defense is disgusting. Bosa <laughs> is playing out of his mind. Um, I did get nostalgic watching the 49ers because, look, that was the first dynasty as a kid growing up that I saw. Yeah. And then, Seeing I Jerry mean, Rice on the sidelines. And, and it, it, was a, it was a dynasty that turned over really fast, too, because Steve Young came in right on the heels. Yes. Of uh, Joe, Joe Montana, Montana and it he was, dominated. Yeah. It was great. Uh, seeing a good 49ers team was fun again. Seeing all those old guys back around yeah. the sidelines was fun again. And uh, seeing Bosa fucking absolutely crush people is is a blast. But I just can you see this team winning a Super Bowl with Garoppolo? Yes, because of their defense, or because of their offense, not because of their offense. They don't win any games because of their offense. But I mean, look, the fucking Ravens have done it before. Yes, yeah, yeah, you're right. The Titans have come pretty close to Tampa winning. Tampa Bay did it. Tampa Bay did it. Yeah. I mean, look, you can, you can do that. I, I, did, uh, I used to do bodyguard work for the NFL Players Association back in the day for all their big parties mm-hmm. in, in the San Francisco area, and I was there at the Super Bowl with them one year. 
and it's just all old players, it's all Hall of Fame guys, yep. just hanging out watching the game and shit. <clears throat> and uh, I've never heard the phrase "defense wins championships" more in my life. I was like, God, would you just shut the fuck up? <laughs> like, we got it. Thanks, <laughs> we got it. But it's true. I mean, if you, I, I don't think the Kansas City Chiefs can win the Super Bowl with the defense they have. That's the the statement I would make. I think they can, honestly. Yeah. But that would be – I would believe that statement more than I would believe the 49ers can't win with their offense because we've seen recent demonstrations where offenses didn't really fa- – I mean, last year's Super Bowl is a fucking joke. Yeah. Oof. How much did offense factor into that game? Not much. There was like a four-minute like four stretch right? during the – yeah, it was a no. four-minute stretch during the game where any offense happened, and that was it. So I think, yes, absolutely, the 49ers can win. Uh, last up, there was the Seahawks-Packers game. And look, I went real hard on this. I put $700 on this. Um, Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. I, look, I've, I've said the entire year long this was a one-win playoff team, and then they were done. Yeah. I put all my money on it. Um, a lot of everybody else did as well. Uh, Packers won. And truthfully, this game wasn't really close. I know Packers are, or Seahawks fans are going to bitch about that. Uh, Jimmy Graham play where he didn't appear to be over the line. That yellow line is not correct. Um, if you're watching at home, no, like, that's it's a guess by yeah, the, the guess. TV networks. But I think mm-hmm. on that reverse view, he probably made it. Uh, is my guess. The other thing too about this game is, as much as I hate Russell Wilson, he's the only player on the team. Like him and uh, that DK Metcalf is going to be great in the future. Yeah. Um, but they, he is no help, and he's been dragging that team uphill the entire fucking season. They've got to get him some help. Um, but this was an easy call for me. This is a great, <laughs> great championship match here that we got. Um, between. Uh, we'll start with this one first. The 49ers against the Packers, plus 7.5 for Green Bay. Who you got, son? Um, I've got the 49ers. All right, this is our Fight Club game of the week because I'm taking Green Bay. Okay. I'm taking the Packers. Now, with the points, you mean? Yes. And I want to clarify that for the audience because we're talking about gambling, making money, son. I think this is a one-score game. I think it's, it probably is a touchdown game or a field mm-hmm. goal game. That's, that half a point with that 7.5 is the reason I am taking the Packers. <clears throat> I actually think with the 49ers defense that they could win this game. And I think... Rodgers, again, fell into old habits at the end of that Seahawks game, which even made that game remotely close. He stopped running the ball with Aaron Jones. I don't know why. Jesus Christ. It is the easiest formula of all time. Mm. The Packers could very well win the Super Bowl if they just handed off the fucking ball to Aaron Jones. They should have ran out that clock. I don't know why Aaron Rodgers kept chucking with under three minutes in the fourth quarter, stopping the clock. Crazy to me. Absolutely fucking crazy. Um, but I think the 49ers can absolutely win this game because of the defense, and I think Aaron Rodgers gets greedy. Because right now, the 49ers and, and Jimmy G, Jimmy G's, you know, they're trying to prep him as the face of the yeah. NFL, and Rodgers wants to defeat that. He knows that it's going to take six TDs with his arm. And um, I don't think, I don't, if, if he gets away from the run, then I think the 49ers win. And I think if the 49ers win, it's under a score, it's under seven points. Here are all the reasons I disagree with that. Okay. Uh, first of all, uh, go back to the new guy and go fuck yourself. I will. Or whatever. Uh, God, whatever. Sir, I wish I could. <laughs> I wish I could. It was so much fun. Aaron Rodgers was 16 for 27 last week. 
That's shit. It was freezing. And here's out. I don't give a fuck about that. It's Aaron Rodgers. He grew up in Green Bay. He didn't grow up there, but he like in his football career he grew didn't up. Didn't he grow there. up in San Francisco? Uh Berkeley. Yeah. He's going there. home, brother. Um <laughs> He had Aaron Jones got twenty one carries, sixty two yards. Did he really? It yeah. felt it felt like less. Yeah. I guess this is the end of the game. <clears throat> he he ran like I would say probably I think six or eight of those were at the end of the game. So really we're looking at fifteen. But anyways, Devontae Adams. Touchdowns. Uh yeah. yeah. They were both close, but mm-hmm. obviously. Uh yeah. Devontae Adams had eight receptions. And Jimmy Graham had three, which was a surprise, and everybody else had one or zero. He doesn't have the options, clearly, because or he doesn't he can't use them. It's one of the two, right? Um, and it, if the argument is that, then this is a four point game, and I know there's no transitive property in, in sports, but mm-hmm. the Seahawks defense is not even in the same ballpark as the 49ers defense. Like Boza is wrecking people and tearing their buttholes out, yeah. And Richard Sherman is controlling the defense, and and actually, you know what, Boza may be doing it now, to be honest. Yeah, but look, I, I will say this: whoever whoever's going up against Richard Sherman, uh, his last few games isn't winning. So, so if you if I, you're you probably put, putting Sherman on Devontae Adams, yes, and uh, yes, you are, and you have that the what is left in the playoffs at least, absolutely the best pass rush. I mean, you could say. You could bring Buffalo into that conversation and maybe Texas when they're playing well, but they haven't been. Uh, but at least as far as who's left, nobody's pass rushes anywhere close to what the 49ers is, and there's no fucking way that the Packers are going to come out and put up 30 points on them. There's just no way. You know, to me, Aaron Rodgers <laughs> will always have one of these magical games every four or five games. Mm-hmm. He's due for one. I think this is probably it. The weather's going to be gorgeous. He's home. Um, him personally, so that's their other uh, issue in this game. To be honest, what that they got to go to the West Coast? Well, that they have to go to the West Coast, but more importantly, that they're not going to have the advantage of playing in cold weather. Yeah, which is typically an advantage for them. Yeah, um, uh, it's it's almost like a Super Bowl game. To be honest with you, that that type yeah. of weather. By the way, the last time uh, the Packers played the Forty ers earlier this year. Mm-hmm. It was game 12, 37 to 8, 49ers. Yep, 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 yep. It's hard to beat a team twice in two se- in the is. same season, it for is. sure. But that is uh, a woodshed beating. Yeah, that's a, that's a whooping right there. It is. Um, but I, I get faith in Aaron Rodgers. I think he'll keep it close. I, I think the 49ers could win the game <laughs> for sure. That seven and a half, it's that half a point that got me mm-hmm. before we walked in the studio today. And I look, and it's going to get me on this, this next game here. I think it's a 10-point game. Um, find out. Yep. You could be right. 49ers Super Bowl would be all right, uh, as long as they are facing the Chiefs. And this is a Titans-Chiefs. This yeah. spread is also seven and a half. No one wants to see the goddamn Titans in the Super Bowl except for the four people in Tennessee who watch football. Yeah, and who love a, a good 35-carry run game. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> look, I, here's what I'm because I'm going extremely hard on both of these games. Here's what I'm going to do in this full disclosure. I'm taking the Chiefs and I'm buying a point. I'm going to take this down to six and a half, and uh, and I think the Chiefs win by a touchdown. But I am definitely buying one point. I would say the Chiefs win by three scores in this game. I think they're going to blow them I, out. I, I think it is absolutely possible. Like hundred percent. It's it's uh, the tech, the Titans have a good defense, good defense. They have a great one. Not to stop Mahomes. No. And uh, honestly, I expected 
There's no, I did not expect uh, the Chiefs to put up 51 points on the goddamn Texans last week. No. I thought they were going to win the game high 30s, low 40s to mid-20s to mid, or low 30s, somewhere in that range. Yeah. Um, I did not expect this at all. They blew the fuck up. And it wasn't all Mahomes, man. No. Like, there was a lot of people involved in, in that win. There are a lot of good plays made. Travis Kelsey had probably one of the best playoff games for a tight end in history. It's weird. He started off shitty, dropped a bunch of balls. <laughs> at three touchdowns, 10 receptions, 134 yards. Yeah. Um, and he, again, he started off shitty, dropping a bunch of balls. But uh, that, that look, that's where the money's going this weekend. I'll probably go a grand apiece on each of these mm-hmm. games. And we'll be in Vegas. Uh, we will be at the Conor McGregor fight. We will give our Conor McGregor and all our UFC card predictions on Friday. Um, we have a special guest, John Anik, is going to be on the show, yeah. who is uh, <clears throat> actually calling the fight with Joe Rogan. It's going to be audio only, so make sure you're looking out for it. On yes, because the... we will be late. We're flying yeah. into Vegas, uh, and then we were, we're going to get him. When we get off the plane, so it's going to be late. Um, but you will have that for Friday to bet with uh, for Saturday night's fight, which we're beyond stoked to be going to. Um, and if you're in Vegas, hit us up, man. We'll, we'll be there, and we'll party with you. Because I know we're getting together at a bar somewhere to watch the AFC and NFC championships. On Sunday, yeah. yes. So hit us up if you're in Vegas. Maybe with OJ. Uh, it'd be great. It'd be fucking great. Um, last but not least here, before we get out of here, I want to get your opinion on this Houston Astros. I, I consider you the baseball messiah uh, out of the two of us. This is one of the weirdest stories of all time. Well, it's not over because we still have to see what's going to happen with Boston and Joey Cora, right? Yeah. Did he do the exact same thing? Was that the? I don't know if it's the exact same. I haven't seen the transcripts of their testimony, all that bullshit, but it was similar, yeah. Mm. So I would expect a similar outcome. I mean, look, A.J. Hench came out and said this. He said, I didn't personally have anything to do with it. I thought it was wrong. I told them that it was wrong. And then several times I got frustrated with the fact that they kept doing it. And I destroyed the monitor that they were using to do it. Like twice he did that and it had to be replaced. He like beat it with a baseball bat or some shit. Um, And he got fired. Uh, And so did the GM. Look, I'm fine with that. If if baseball wants to give you a a year ban. That's a fucking crazy story though. If you're the manager of the team and you can't stop guys from doing stuff, then you don't need to be the manager of the team anymore. It's really that easy. Yeah. Now, here's what I'm curious about. It's the GM and the fucking uh, and, and the manager so far. Are the players going to be suspended for it? Yeah. Like, what player suspensions are coming, and is, who is it going to be? Because there are a lot of people on that fucking uh, that Astros team. Uh, Major League Baseball, Manfred's already said that they're not going to uh, – they're not going to strip the title. They're not going to put an asterisk in the record book for any of that stuff. But it could affect people down to the player level at this point. Yeah. So I'm curious to see how that's going to play out. I'm curious to see how Boston is going to play out. But I'm fine with it. I, I think they did the right thing. I think baseball did the right thing. Look, <clears throat> when you do something like that, you take a risk to, of, of getting caught. And it's Mike Fires really ratted everybody out. Mm-hmm. Um, which, by the way, f- fuck you, Mike Fires, for being a rat, dude. Yeah, snitches. Uh, if I'm if I'm a major league baseball player right now, I don't I do not want to be on his team. No, like at all, because look, it's sacred. You don't fucking talk shit outside of the clubhouse. If somebody's doing something or whatever the fuck, look, you're gonna learn people's signs if you get traded mid year and blah 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 and all that stuff. And you should absolutely use that because that's just part of the game. Yeah. Um, but if you it's one thing using what you know to win. It's another thing being bitter 
and trying to use what you know to hurt other people. And I think Mike Fires is a piece of shit. Yeah. So there we go. That's your get fucked of the week. Yeah, he is my get fucked of the week. We'll, we'll be doing fake news this week, but mine's Sarah Williams. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, <laughs> it, it was a magical run for LSU this year, and mm-hmm. uh, my opinion—that's the greatest football team of all time. I said it on the last episode. If they were to beat Clemson uh, in spectacular fashion, they deserved it. They absolutely deserved it. Um, Want to give the drinking bro of the week to Trey Wetzel. Uh, I had promised him. He, uh, God, every day for, I don't know, what was it, 17 days off, they had something fucking crazy between the thing. He's at LSU by 24, LSU by 24, LSU by 24 in the national championship game. If they would have punched that last touchdown in, like, yeah. and they could have taken a knee, they very easily could have. It was on the one or two. It would have been LSU by 24, and I mm-hmm. said I would make him drinking bro of the week. There we go. Trey Wetzel, you were the drinking bro of the week. Congratulations. Um, it is hard to believe that a video game of a, of a team exists like that, but uh, that's exactly what happened with uh, LSU this year. And then uh, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Tony Tamparello. Yep. Uh, Will Arndt um, is another <coughs> drinking bro who had said LSU by three scores. Yeah. I told him he was fucking crazy, and he goes, look, this is a very special team. It, it certainly was, and I did not believe it. Um, so we'll give him a shout-out mm-hmm. as well. And uh, to anybody else who was at the game and enjoying Bourbon Street, Brooke, uh, Brooke Bordeaux, congratulations, She's Brooke. probably gone. She might be dead. She got absorbed into the ether. <laughs> yeah, she might be dead out there. Uh, Brooke, congratulations. Uh, that, is, that is the single greatest season of all time. Yep. Um, congrats to all of the LSU people and then the others. Jesus <clears throat> Christ, man. Um, find Jesus. Go talk to Dabo. And find Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, for D'Anthony, D'Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. We're the Drinking Bros. Good nights, everyone, and good afternoon. Night, everyone.